really appreciate it. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> We're live. All right, what's going on, D-Bags? Hope you guys are doing well. We're back here again with another episode, episode 223 to be exact, of the Detox Podcast. I'm your host, Darren Rita. Feel free to connect with me at any of the links down below. And if you're new here and you enjoy music, podcast, hooping, or comedy, do consider subscribing. We've got a whole lot of that going on around here. And when you do subscribe, leave a like or hang out with us here in the live chat like you're going to do today. Helps us share conversations and laughs with more people. So do consider doing that. We also recently got our first super chats the other week and we are able to accept those now so if you want to support the channel that way too you can as well um, now before I can introduce you guys to my guest this week and start getting to know him a little bit better got to talk to you guys a little bit about your personal grooming because I'm telling you you're not doing it right okay we've all been there before you waited a few weeks too long to trim the hedges now it's date night and that cutesy little rainforest you had down there it's it's not cute anymore it's disgusting it's scary it it would be censored if it was on television. Let's just say that. It's not looking good for you. So what do you do? You reach for that cheap razor. You got Kmart, Blue Light Special. You start hacking away, and you realize you're playing a dangerous game. You don't got to do that anymore, okay? You got to go nuts. Go nuts is a first-of-its-kind revolutionary personal grooming device specifically for below the belt, but you can use it in a whole other applications. Um, it's a patented design. I've got one right here. I'm glad, again, you didn't touch this. I've been having to go over that with guests because people... <laughs> want to touch it but i use this this goes on my nuts so <laughs> do not touch this if you are ever on this podcast um but yeah it's a patented design it's changing the game circular waterproof a whole bunch of good stuff features and whatnot go to thegonuts.com check that out today um you can use the code rita47 we can save you some money help support the channel as well um that's thegonuts.com um check them out and get your grooming right man stop messing around now with all that good stuff out of the way I'm pumped to be kicking it with my guest this week. He traveled here from Chicago today. Uh, I just found that out. Let's give a wet detox welcome to Eamon Colada. Thank you, thank you. You're thank here, you. bro. Let's go. You're fucking out here, bro. <laughs> we, uh, I checked in, in your bio a little bit. We've been talking a little bit off air. Yeah. You yeah. have been a lot of places, but now you're here on the Detox podcast. Yeah, I'm the Puerto Rican version of uh, Pitbull. You know? The Puerto Rican <laughs> Pitbull. Oh, shit. Okay. <laughs> I get to keep the hair, so that's the compromise. Yeah, that's the compromise. <laughs> that, hey, bro, I dig that. Yeah. Pitbull's got some hits, bro. You're oh, in good really company. Does. Yeah. But I appreciate you being here, man. How, how you, you been man. today? I've been good. I've been good. Fantastic. I'm so geeked to be here. So yeah. thank you for having me. Of course. And uh, yeah, I'm just looking forward to the to the podcast, honestly. This is yeah. going to be great. Busy day for you today? Not not really? Not too shabby. Um, I tried to go for a little run. Went for my little run. Went and got my little haircut. Okay, uh, you got trimmed my, up for today too. Up for today yeah. by my fellow Arabs and stuff. And, uh, Shit. Yeah, man, it was nice. I don't know, Chicago is just a melting pot. And yeah. I just happened to fit in in almost every part of Chicago. But Evanston or Winnetka, because they're like the white sides. Yeah, like yeah. The north side of Chicago. That's but fair. if they see me rolling through, it's uh, blueberries and cherries usually. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. So uh, we're going to kind of get into that. I want to know, like, we, we talked off air a little bit. Yeah. And I and just browsing your profile quickly before like as we were booking this and getting yeah. it set up to do the show today i saw that you are originally from the uk mm -hmm. and i know you've got some material that you've done about that because sometimes people especially in rural wisconsin yeah don't always believe you when they you're don't. like i'm from i'm from here yes. or I, I live here i'm a citizen here yeah i'm from the uk and they're like come on now yeah. <laughs> where are you really yeah. from yeah, you yeah. cheeky little yeah uh no i mean it's very interesting i mean i'm not gonna lie to you because i'll give you a little bit of a backstory when i was out in the uk 
prior to coming here, I had to go through the whole green card process and I had to wait for quite a while before I could even come here. Mm. Uh, simply because of all the background checks and stuff. How long did you have to wait, roughly? Uh, it's, it was almost a year. Really? A whole year. So I had to go back for a whole year and then it was, it wasn't too nice simply because I would come across all these fellow Americans who are from California, New York, you know, all Las Vegas. And I'll be like, oh, I'm so geeked. I'm going to the US. I need you to notice. And they're like, um, that's fantastic. Where in the US are you going? And I'm like, the Midwest, Wisconsin. They're like, what? Yeah, why? Wisconsin? Out of all places, why Wisconsin? <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, why not? Isn't Leonardo DiCaprio from Wisconsin? And they're like, no, he's not. I don't think he is. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah, I don't think he is. They sold us that lie. They that's did. They is. told you that? They did. I think it's in the movie, actually. I'm trying to remember which film it was. No, but there is a way. film where he goes, I'm from Wisconsin. And, and they just they took that they and they took ran that with that over there literally and now every time they're like where's another the copy from i think he's from wisconsin uh, yeah t-pain sings about that you yeah t-pain yeah <laughs> i guess wisconsin's pretty popular <laughs> that that 70s show didn't that take place in wisconsin it did there's yes. some also some soap operas that take place in wisconsin mm -hmm. so we're out here bro we're representing here yeah we're here for it we got the beer too so oh my god got a lot of ruin beer. me beer and cheese ruin me These you calories I love, I love, listen, I love the Wisconsin culture as a whole. I just feel like maybe in my prior life, I must have been a Wisconsinite because, mm. man, I am all for the beer, the day drinking, the cheese curds. Give it all to me. Yeah. Right? I hope my doctor is not listening to this right now. Yeah, yeah he's going to break yeah. you up. <laughs> uh, so it's a she even worse. Oh, oh okay. Um, so so when you're like, what, I, first off, I guess, you're are you from the UK originally then? Yeah, so my parents are originally from Morocco. Okay. And, um... <clears throat> You know, I've been meaning to get this out there because I feel like not a lot of people really and truly know my story. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So my parents are originally from Morocco. Um, they both they both fell in love um, in the capital of Rabat in Morocco. And um, my dad at the time was starting to become a doctor. Okay. Right? He was starting to become a doctor. And then basically what happened, he got a little, it's kind of like an, uh, an internship, an international internship in Italy, in Rome, to oh. be precise. Okay. But um, this gentleman, uh, the doctor he, that he happened to be working for, wasn't necessarily the nicest of people. So mm. my dad kind of felt like that was his one and only ticket out. Yeah. Which is really ironic because that was kind of America for me, the U.S. Really? Yeah. Okay. So my dad gets that ticket out to Italy. And b before you know it, they're living the romance out in Rome. Yeah. You know, with not a single paper or anything. And they were able to work, you know, for over 10 years. And then eventually my dad got a passport and then my mom was able to conceive me. Really? Yeah. Holy shit. So yeah. they were waiting. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I've, I've heard it a lot growing up, to be honest, because my mom, you know, my mom has always been, you know, this kind of like this. She's always had this feminine touch and she's always been in love with kids. Mm -hmm. So, you know, her being at the age of 25 in Sicily. Yeah. Wanting to have kids. And my dad is like, we cannot afford to have kids right now. We have to wait until we get the passport. Yeah. And I need you to understand this. Why did he specifically want a passport to be able to, because they wanted to get out of there? No, they just wanted to, you know, be citizens. Oh, and I be guess, able yeah, to yeah. Just, you know, be able, obviously, we were already in school and everything. And after, obviously, after we, I was born already, we already had citizenship. But, yeah, you know, it, was, um, it wasn't easy. They definitely had to go through that whole immigrational thing. So that's why, in a way, I can relate to a lot of people out here as well i should say yeah. everywhere yeah because for anyone that has that immigrational background i'm like well first generation immigrant i definitely know what you went through yeah second generation immigrant maybe mm -hmm. that i have no idea yeah you know what i mean so. yeah no because it is it's something that 
if I know, so my grandparents, they, they moved, they came here from Poland. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, and wow. so they're, they're first generation. Uh, kurwa pierdala, excuse me. <laughs> I, I don't even know what you just, I don't see, I don't speak any other language. Bro, I know more one. Polish man than did you. Yeah, <laughs> shit. Oh, shit, dude. Uh, they're gonna, yeah, they're gonna grill me for that. But yeah, so they came here, they came here. My grandpa came here first and then he like worked, got some money yeah. and then he got my, uh, my grandma over here. And then That's they, awesome. you know, they had their kids. My mom is, is, uh, for, I guess she would be first generation brought up here then, right? Yeah. Or second generation. Yeah. Know, yeah, second, yeah. Um, and it's like, even just hearing stuff from them loosely or from my mom about the stories of stuff that they've told them. I mean, there's, that's a whole struggle that a lot of people don't get that they don't understand. Cause how could you, if you don't go through that? Right. Yes. You know, it's like, it's a weird thing where if you are born in a country and you don't ever plan on like leaving that country, like wanting to be a citizen elsewhere. Like if you're born somewhere here, like in the United States yeah. and you're like, oh, why would I you know, maybe want to go anywhere else? Like this is, I have a lot of opportunity in front of me. Um, it's something that you don't even ever think about. That is very true. And I mean, I see that over and over again because you know, as I was telling you earlier, you know, one of my duties, one of my jobs that I do is that I'm an Uber driver. Mm-hmm. And I joke about that a lot in my jokes. You yeah. know, I'm an Uber driver and I come across a lot of people. And the only few people that truly understand and gasp the true meaning of freedom are nine out of ten are usually people who either have traveled or are from another country. Yeah. And you hear that over and over again. And yeah. it's unbelievable. Like I cannot believe my like that I'm saying this coming from the United Kingdom. Really? But there is no such thing as freedom back home. You don't think so? No. Is it because they don't they like they don't take care of their teeth is like a big stereotype? <laughs> is that is that something to yeah, do with the, it? Yeah, the, the 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 wacky backy has definitely what, something to do. What else? What else do they like? What so what in the UK? Like if you if you had to guess, like what what's something over there as an example that you'd be like this is worse maybe or in my opinion worse than here in the u.s than here well first of all as i said what i mean by freedom is simply the fact that you have cameras everywhere everything is super controlled Mm. and it's kind of like a system you know over here you have that american dream you have that possibility of being able to become a comedian being able to work on the side and hopefully hopefully you might just make it but in the uk i feel like you don't even have that hopefully yeah a lot of the people that i grew up with seem to have given up on life at the age of 21 yeah you know That's i'm sad. like i'm like I, like what do you want from life they're like oh no i'm good i'm just gonna do my little pt certificate do a little bit of personal training during the day two three hours i'm gonna go smoke my little bit of weed and drink my little bit of e and j hell yeah i mean nothing wrong with that you know yeah, what I'm yeah, saying? some people are into that man <laughs> you know <laughs> no <laughs> but that, wrong with that. i know a lot of people like that too here so to the to be fair to them there's yeah. there's other there's a lot of people that give up early here too yeah and i'm like i, I just honestly i just see all this talent just being wasted, man, just being wasted. And that unfortunately also comes with the whole immigration process. So taking you back to Italy, where I was born, right? Yeah. So I was born in Sicily, Palermo. So my first language is actually Italian. You know, I'm one, I'm one of the only brown kids in my neighborhoods, mm-hmm. believe it or not. So here's when my kind of like, you know, the alien kind of yeah, <laughs> virus already. starts to like kick in. Cause I mean, I, I, I did get bullied, yeah. you know, growing up there. <laughs> if you're not from around there, you have a weird name. You're hearing Francesco, uh, Maria, Anna, Rosalia, and then you hear Amen. Everybody goes, Amen. Mm. So fair. there was definitely that. And also the other thing as well, which I'll share with you that. I'll give you, a, give, I'll give, I'll give you guys a bit of a gem, one big gem here, which is the fact that they used to call me Dumbo back in school. Dumbo? Yeah. You want to know why? Why? Because my ears, I had 
adult size ears. Like the ears I see now, they seem normal. They seem normal, right? But I used to have a small head. Like, you know, growing up as a kid. Your head caught up eventually. (laughs) Yeah, eventually. Thank God. Yeah. So I would have like adult size ears and just like full on walking down, uh, like walking down the hallway and I'm dragging half of the wind with me, bro. Mm. And you could hear them talking shit about you too. Oh my God. That's the worst part about yeah. it. They're like, everybody stay behind Amon so that, that way we don't have to go through the winds. You know? Fuck, dude. Yeah, that's fucked, man. But it was great. It yeah. builds character. Yeah, I guess you could say that. Yeah. What's, um, I guess, growing up there, is there anything now that you've, because you've been here for like five years, yes. now, right? Yeah. And before that, you were in the UK for Correct. a long time. Yeah. So, like, yeah. what would be, if you had to say, like, a, a key difference, maybe culturally going to school then? Mm hmm versus maybe like what you have seen here because you didn't go to school here necessarily yeah. but what you kind of perceive it as absolutely so i mean i honestly loved growing up in sicily man i cannot describe it to you enough what's the weather like like i'm talking about the coldest it gets is 65 degrees oh, i'm so jealous dude. you know i yeah. see italians during christmas time with coats on and shivering and i'm mm-hmm. like you deserve to go to the Wisconsin. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. deserve to go through what I went through. That's funny, dude. Yeah. It's that's, my dad's Italian. So I'm Italian as well. I'm wow, Italian and amazing. Polish. And so that's, yeah, that's interesting. Dude. It's I, really I want to go to Italy so bad. I, I really hope you do go. And if you do ever decide to go, just come find me and I will help you, like, find the best route to go around because Some there is a lot. Some good out there, right? Ooh. You I'm know. big on Italian cuisine. Oh, mamma mia. Get the biamo fare. Get the biamo. See, I don't know what you're saying, but I think <laughs> I know it's about something good. <clears throat> Excuse me. Yeah, no. So it's um so what's like I guess uh I guess differences, man. Key differences yeah. in what you think at least yeah. school would be like here or what you've seen at least through media and stuff versus sure. maybe what it was for you. So I honestly, like being in Italy and being in the United Kingdom, I until I came to the United States, I never really discovered comedy, right? So that's when the theatrical background comes in. Mm. So, and you know, being in these history lessons, geography lessons, math or science, whatever the case is, it's something about either the language or just the people as a whole. Like, it's just absolutely mesmerizing. They're super passionate about everything that they do. Really? They're as opposed to here or here? They're, they're oh, okay, supposed there. to everywhere, even the yeah. United Kingdom. Yeah. Because I will talk about the transition and the differences within that as well. Yeah, yeah. But the craziest thing for me was like how Italians really didn't give a fuck. Yeah. How, why don't they give a fuck, you think? Because tomorrow is not guaranteed. That's mm. what they say. Yeah. If you ask them, if they see you stressed out, they're going to come to you and gonna say, hey, right, come inside. I'm going to make you a plate of pasta. Mm. You know? That'll help just anybody who's stressed out. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just sit there. Don't move. Yeah. 12 minutes. I'm going to be right back. Shit. Yeah. She's in there whipping it up and stuff. She comes in. Yeah. Here you go, my son. What's what, What's going on? Talk to me. Yeah. You know, you, you're eating. You're like, <gasps> I'm going through a lot right now. <laughs> yeah, dude. Shit, bro. <laughs> they know, got mental health figured out over you there. You know what I mean? There's yeah. none of that. I we never, need some of that over here. Like, I never heard about suicide till I go to the United Kingdom. Shit. Yeah. You know, people are happy that you have, you know, great, you know, levels of, of obviously vitamin D throughout the year. Obviously, I'm sure that takes a part. The ocean, you're surrounded by the ocean. Mm-hmm. Organic food. One thing people should know about Sicily, it's a volcanic island. Okay. So it has the Etna. It's one of the only few um, active volcanoes within Europe. Okay. And and the food is absolutely mesmerizing. So I don't know if you know this, but anywhere where there is like a volcanic um 
uh, what's the right word? Kind of like just terrain. Mm-hmm. The vegetables just tend to grow with so much more flavor. Why is that? You think? I'm not necessarily sure, but I do know I learned that in school. Really? It's like the minerals and stuff. It just kind of helps the terrain grow. Damn, like, bro. Like harvests even more vegetables and good vegetables. Damn, that's kind of cool. That's a. I mean, it's definitely. You know, risk reward. Yeah, being near one. But oh, yeah. absolutely. <laughs> but shit, bro. If I could get some better pizza. Bro, oh my god. I'm with it. Yeah, absolutely. Anyway. And then you know, the, th- the theatrical background comes in, and it's like, all right, we're getting into theater. What's theater? Theater is something where you can just easily hop on. And the thing that I really enjoyed the most is that my teacher would not necessarily force me to follow any script. Really? She'd be like, "Here's the script. Read over it." And I want you to make it yours. That's got to be fun. You're basically doing a little bit of improv. Oh, my God. That was just amazing. You're telling me I can add more words to the sentence and I can take out this word and add a cheeky little word. Yeah. And is it, this is happening while you're in Sicily. Well, I was in Sicily. Okay. So wow. this is uh, yeah, from since I was born until the age of 14, 15. Okay. <coughs> Excuse me. So you you jump you went from you went you left Sicily when you were about fourteen fifteen yeah, to 14, go to the 15 UK to go to the UK two thousand and nine recession yeah that's yeah that's a a wild time in your life man yeah. as a you know fourteen fifteen year old because like I mean again I don't know I know school structure is is similar but it's not exactly the same but like for us like if I'm fourteen years old like that's a freshman in high school yeah so that's like my first year. Uh, or is it secondary school there? Which I still don't understand how the the American system works because the Italian system is you have one through five, so what, first year, you know, first grade into fifth grade. That's how you guys mm-hmm. would would call that. And then you have uh, three years, mm-hmm. like which are just high. junior high, for example. And then the rest you just go to college. That's the Italian system. Okay. Then you have the UK system, which is one through seven. Okay. Right. Yeah. And then from seven until year eleven, so we have year one, year two, year three, year four, year five, yeah. year six, year seven, and then from year seven on until year eleven, that's that's pretty much high school. Yeah, you're a little older than in high school. Yeah, than we would be. I so think. I was a little bit. Yeah, I was just a little. I came in in the UK. I came in in, t- in year nine. Yeah. So Shit. it was hard for me to to kind of break in. It's got to be tough. Yeah, because it's a tough age, like, especially, like, in that, around that high school age group. Like, you have, like, friends that you've built, you know, that you've been around a lot of your life. Yeah. It is difficult to meet new friends and to, like, like you're saying, break into a friend group. Because they already got, they're like, I don't need to know anybody else. Yeah. These are my people. Absolutely. Especially, I don't know where, where in the UK. London. In London. Yeah. Big city. Big city. Man. I'm thinking, like. How big is London in comparison to, like. Because um, I don't, it's not like New York, right? But or is it? I mean, I would say it's. If I'm not wrong, it's about three or four times the size of New York. It's bigger than New it's York. It's way bigger than New York. Holy shit! I don't think you. I, I mean, if if we were at the Joe Rogan podcast, I'd be like, Jamie, look it up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no way but for real. Yeah, we look, have. I do yeah, look can we look it up? Yeah, I'm a, I'll look it up. Oh my um, god, this is just we'll amazing. Go, uh, we'll go. Uh, <coughs> is London? Yeah, Dude, how yeah, how big how much bigger London is London? Bigger than New York. It came up, bro. Let's see. London's population was about nine point five million. Uh huh. New, New York's York. was about eight point one. It is bigger. It is bigger, but yeah. it's not three times bigger. I'm sorry. I wasn't yeah. wearing my glasses. Yeah. <laughs> but it, by it, but in but actually but you know, in, yeah. in like area, it's about almost double yeah. the size. I mean it's so huge. it's a little bit more sprawled out. Yeah, yeah, it's absolutely like in my whole life, like living there pretty much, I've never seen the whole of London. 
Yeah. There'll be times until this day I could go to jump on the wrong train, end up on the wrong side of London. I'm like, whoa, wowza. Yeah. Where am I? Yeah. <laughs> Man, London is just, oh my God. Like, it's just so beautiful on the outside. Yeah. That's how I like to describe it. It is so beautiful on the outside. And there is something about it that obviously the Italians don't have. And there is something about the United Kingdom that is not going to have about the Italians either. You know what I mean? It's yeah. vice versa. Yeah. So Italians know how to live. They know how to dress. They know how to eat. Yeah. They know how to sure. live. Yeah. You know, you don't find them, you know, like just kind of like wasting their time away. There's always something going on. Yeah. And like you said, I feel like I've, I've heard that before that there is like a passionate like there, there's something about Italians that they're like always very passionate about Super something. Passionate. It could be something something completely different from somebody else. Absolutely. But they're they're into they're it. They're so into it. Yeah. And there was something about that that just kind of stuck with me. Yeah. The you food know? had to be a little bit of a letdown when you got to the UK. Oh, right? my God. I found out they had mashed peas. Yeah. I was like, my brother, what's this? Yeah. <laughs> they just put salt on everything. That's disgusting. all it is. I mean, I haven't, until this day, I've never been to a single Italian restaurant out there in London. Yeah. I mean, I lied, actually. I've been to Vapiano's. Have you guys ever been to Vapiano's? No. <gasps> oh, Good? my God. I'm telling you, Julio Caesar. Yeah. Were to have a restaurant in his palace, it Shit. would be Vapiano's, my G. In yeah. London? Okay. Listen, Damn. Vapiano's, I don't know who came up with this concept, but Vapiano's is absolutely mesmerizing. So you walk in, it's very affordable. They also have student discounts and stuff like that going on during the week. So it's pretty convenient for everyone. You go in and there's all of these Italian immigrants. So you could get a Bangladeshi, you can get someone like me who's Moroccan, you can get someone who is an actual Italian. Yeah. They're new usually to London. And they mm -hmm. usually tend to go to the hospitality field because that's what they're good at. Yeah. So you go in there and you choose your pasta. So you have all these different pastas boxed up right there. Usually like I don't know, uh, linguine or whatever the case is. Mm -hmm. And then you choose what kind of dish you want. Oh, okay. And you pick it up on the other side. So the pasta goes down and there is a timer on the water. And once the timer goes up, the thing comes right back. It's like a fryer almost. Yeah. Done quick like that. Thrown in, in there with the little garlic, with a little pesto and all that. Ba, 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 ba. But before you know it, my brother, you're... See yourself or is it uh, you get sat at like a table, like a traditional restaurant? It's uh, Yeah, you can get sat at and you order through the barcode. This barcode the, situation oh. ruined it for the man then, bro. Because yeah. we don't have no more interaction with, with people and you expect me to tip. Yeah. I'm tipping the barcode. I'm tipping the robot. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you yeah. know what I'm saying? No, I know. I'm a bartender. I, I do that as well. So yeah. it's like, I know. Those those barcodes are coming for us, bro. Yeah, they're definitely coming for us. They AI. got they got the robot uh they got the robot bartenders now. They just one arm and it'd be uh -uh. on like cruise ships and shit, dude. And you just give me this and this, and it's got all the, the liquor right there, and it does it itself. You don't want that in London. I'm telling you, people are just gonna grab that robot and be like, give me that hand. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what's what's like what's uh where in London were you at? So Northwest London, Halsden, uh, NW10. So that's one thing you should know about London is it's all postcodes. And that's what unfortunately kind of creates a little bit of a friction, you know, between these postcodes. Because if you're from Northwest 10, you're automatically beefing with someone who is from NW6. Really? Yeah. Shit. So there is a lot of mathematics going in there. Trust me, these yeah, men are smart, you know. That's some algebra that got yeah, going on. You, you know guys got gangsters that know their math. Yeah, so bro. you know all these Somalians going, what are you, what are you from? NW10? NW10? Yeah. Shit. Dude. Yeah. So so were you were you beefing with, with people from the other... Codes. Um, I'm, I'm not gonna lie to you. I tried my very best not to get involved yeah. into that life. And just to give you a little bit of a de an idea of my demographic, and that's exactly why I said like I am aware of the Polish culture very, mm -hmm. very well. Like I'm, like I, I was pretty much, you know, I, I grew in it. 
because mm. London, ew, at the time, it was flooded with Polish people. Yeah, Polish people were some of the only people that I would like. First of all, I want people to know we don't have Mexicans in London. Yeah, I have never come across a Mexican until I came to the United States. Really? Yeah, there was no Mexicans never. over in London. Like when I saw a Mexican, I was like, "Yo, he kind of looked like Yoda from Star Wars." No. I was like, "Brother, can I kiss you? Can I kiss you?" Yeah, Jesus Christ. Yeah, man. Yeah. Like that's why when people say, "Oh, why are you making jokes about the Hispanic or my Mexican?" But I said, "Bro, they're my people before they're your people." Mm. Yeah, so that's just true. Take a seat back, man. So they're my people. Damn, bro. So do they have any Mexican? They have any Mexican food out there? Either? Nothing. Not really. No Mexican food. None of that. We have a lot of Indian. Yeah. As I'm sure you can imagine. Can you believe that our national dish is tikka masala, bro? Really? Yes. I never had it. The national dish. It. Well, it's Indian. Yeah. It's, why? What, what's your fish and chips, bro? Put that up yeah. there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> why are you going to steal yeah. someone else's dish? Yeah, yeah. Uh, but, That's um, wild, dude. Yeah, man. So I don't know Shit, where we were going bro. with that. Oh, yeah. We I was going to say with the Mexican food, because they don't got any Mexican yeah. food. That's one of the best food. I'd say it in... For me personally, yes. my palate, Italian, Mexican. Yeah. And you could, I could, someone could argue either one. Sure, and I would, sure. I would Absolutely. agree with them. But in London, it's a little bit different. So in terms of demographics, the people that own the corner stores and the shops, yeah. they're usually known as boss man. Ooh, yeah. I like that. Boss man. Yeah. And they're usually from like India, Sri Lanka. Mm. Yeah. They mean business. They mean business. Bro. They pray to many gods. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Okay. So... Every time you go in there, you want to be nice to the boss man. Yeah. Because if you're not nice to the boss man, he's going to show, he's going to, like, you're going to say, can I get six wings? Like, no, for you, only four wings today. You're already rude. Really? It's yeah. straight up with you like straight that? Straight up. I they respect will, that. They will cuff you. They will literally, like, fight you at any day. Don't try it with the boss man. Yeah, see, we can't do that here. We be, we have to, like, bend to the customer here. It's, like, really, it's kind of the opposite. It's the whole tip culture. Yeah. And I feel like I always need to highlight this because it's Wisconsin. People mm -hmm. are not gonna most likely notice, but we don't have we don't tip back home. Yeah, we just don't tip. Yeah, because well, they also pay their people a little bit more of a livable wage, so. and we have free healthcare. Yeah, yeah. See, we're dropping the ball over here, bro. Yeah, really I'm are. sorry. Like, I I'm not saying like it's a cup of tea. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but I'm just saying like you know it, they also have their problems. Everyone has their problems. It's all a matter of realizing what it is that you have and yeah. Being humble, I Which guess. Which problems are you gonna? Are you choosing to to keep? I guess choosing to deal with, you know. Choosing to, in terms of. Well, like like I'm saying, like that's what it just that's what it comes down to. It's like either one, neither one is necessarily better than the other. I agree. But it's like a thousand you know, percent. You got to yeah. choose your struggle. It really, yeah, I agree, and I, I feel like I want if I were to have one struggle, it would be here in Wisconsin, bro. Let me drown in these beers. Yeah. <laughs> Freeze a little bit half yeah. the year. And like honestly, like as I was saying, so the demographics in London, you have the Indian bossmans, you know, the 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 shopkeepers, the food, and those are usually the people that feed you. And what do we have for food? It's wings. Mm. We are like one of the biggest countries when it comes to munching wings. Like to the to the to the question where you're like, what do they do with the breast, my brother? Yeah, <laughs> did it, bro. Because that's what chicken shop. You ever seen chicken shop date with yes. that girl? Yeah, that's exactly what it is. So that's they see it. that chicken shop. Yeah, there is a one of them that's within like literally two miles from my house. It's an NW six five YT. I know exactly what that is. Yeah, like, shit, I'm bro. giving you. He like, was going there. <laughs> he was in it up. Yeah, so they do these like chicken dates and stuff, and that's kind of become popular. But that's literally what it is. But that's because that's come from that from people that London, eat a lot of chicken. Wings. Yes. We love chicken wings. What kind of sauce? What kind of sauce do you like on your chicken wings? Here is here is the. I'm about to break your heart right now. Okay. Yeah, man. I'm sorry. I'm about to do this, but we don't do sauce. You doing dry rub? Dry. But it's like it has the breading on it. Yeah. And then crusting stuff, and it's crispy. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. And like, 
you know, it's fried up. You just eat it like that, but we never use any sauce. You don't dip it in anything we don't, either? We don't dip it in nothing. Damn. We are, like, these are real mandem, bruv. I'm talking about they're going through cold stone winters yeah. out there trapping. They don't want to have some ranch, <laughs> they bro? They don't want no ranch, fam. That's, bro, that's, that's, that's a pussy it, move, bruv. That's, that's a pussy making it better, bruv. Nah, bruv. It's only wet people some have honey, ranch. Honey <laughs> sriracha or something? Come on, bruv. Nah, man. I only speak anglais. Mm, shit, dude. <laughs> I see the you got a little bit of the the boss man energy coming out of you right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. What's, what's we miss uh, him, man. We miss the boss man. Where's um with the uh this like top G this yeah. top G shit this uh, like the top uh, boy yeah top boy yeah. mentality like where does that where does that culture come from man um, because it's really like I mean have you you've seen probably in the last four or five years like UK drill UK oh, yes. rap in general finally is kind of getting a little bit more global yeah like more people outside of the before it was still there was a scene but it was more just the uk people were listening yeah. to now everybody's listening to it yeah i mean i'm not gonna lie to you as much as it looks nice and pretty on the outside it's kind of like you know everything right it's not necessarily pretty on the inside yeah and the chances of those people making it out are like slim to none bro mm. like i'm talking about so i there's some real street shit going on. There is some real street stuff going on. I'm going to feed you into that. I'm going to spill it all out right now. Because the people that I went to school with, Newman Catholic College in Halsden, Newman Catholic College in Halsden, back when I went there, was known to be one of the worst schools in the whole of London. Really? Yeah. Because it was known to attract all of these members that were rejected from other schools, right? And are from different gang members. Gang, gang. Um, oh, that's great. Yeah, let's have half the classroom against the other half the class. Yeah, pretty much. Shit. So you have this guy from Wembley. This guy's from South Kilburn. This guy's from Peckham. This guy's from Moza. <coughs> Excuse me. Yeah. And it's like. And then the teachers just putting them in a group together. And for they put a project. them in a group. And guess what? We'll keep them together for six hours. But once they leave school, that's not my problem anymore. That's what the teacher or the head teacher is gonna say. Yeah. Then they leave school and then they get all shanked up and then they, you know, they start playing the victim. Well, now that they're in the same class as them, you know, they're listening. They're listening when they gotta like answer shit like, "Oh, my name is so and so. I live here." They're like, "Oh, we know where he's at now." Yeah. Again, info. Man, they school. will find. They will smell you before you walk through the door. Oh, yeah. Especially shit. if you're from Wembley. Wembley is all Indian. Yeah. You're gonna carry a smell with you, my brother. That tikka masala smell, you're gonna mm. bring that to class. That's yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh shit. Yeah. Bro. If you're from West London, you're more looking at Moroccan Jamaican. Okay. That's not those are the neighborhoods. If you're from North North London, I could say Polish and I'll say like English, like actual Cockney guys. Mm. Like the guys that are always What are you looking at, mate? You yeah. alright? You alright, fella? Yeah, okay. Yeah, a little bit more on a on a spectrum, let's just say. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe some inbreeding was going on, you know? potentially yeah that's that's why see there's all these i mean it's it's like a melting pot it of really sorts yeah but it sounds like there's a lot of division maybe there, there really is um i wouldn't say i love i love the fact they use division instead yeah. of segregation because i didn't really know the meaning of segregation till i came to, to like milwaukee especially yeah i was like man this is a true definition of segregation right here one of the most segregated cities in the world i think but especially in the united states wow yeah. like for imagine me Coming from London, but I don't look at people for their race, where they come from, or whatever the case is, or what you do. I don't really care. What do you bring to the table and get out of my face? That's yeah, really yeah. what it is, right? But over here, it's like, whoa. Yeah. Yeah, we got some shit going whoa. on, bro. We good at racism over here. Man, and I love it. Yeah. <laughs> they <laughs> I love figured it. it out, man. Uh, and and that's exactly why my style of jokes, you know, it's all racism. Yeah. You know, all, all racism. All racism. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. People, people, people would just be screaming, howling in the back. Yeah. You know, one of my jokes is um, 
I've just recently had a one night stand, mm. right? Okay. And it just so happened to be with a Jewish girl. Nice. Right? So in the middle of the action, I got a notification through Experian saying that my credit score went up by 80 points. God damn. It'd be like that, bro. It'd be like that, bro. And there is another counterpart to it, which I'm not going to say. Or do you want me to say? You know, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Save it for the stage. Make them come see you. People come see you live. Um, nah, yeah, dude. No. That's fucking... Yeah, dude. It is wild how much... I would say, like like here you were mentioning, it's more of maybe a division there as opposed to, like, we have, like, legit... I mean, we had legislation in place, dude, yeah. to, like, keep people away from other people. So yeah. it is... Uh, that that part, it is a little different. Um, but, like, so you're in school then in... The, in, in uh, in London, yeah. Um, what did you want to do? Like, what was like your where? Because obviously, like, you know, about fourteen, fifteen years old, you're in London. Where are you thinking you're gonna be in the next five years? In that moment, like, take me into that moment and where where you want to go? Because obviously, something ended up happening that took you here. But what so, was the plan? I mean, I went from being one of the softest, nicest guy to literally one of the most ugliest teenagers ever. Ugly how? rude mm. disobedient kind of had this rebellious it was kind of a rebellious stage why why do you think it was because i just i saw my whole world just turn upside down i went from like a sunny place where there was great food and people are generally asking me how i'm doing to a place where i'm walking down the street there's puddles everywhere it's raining people trying to rob me and stab me yeah. And I'll look over to the other side waiting for my bus stop, and people are like, what the fuck are you looking at, you fucking cunt? Oh, yeah. You what? You want some? Probably catching a few more C words than, you know? They throw that cunt word around Man, a lot. Man, like it's nothing. Yeah. You, people get weird about it over here. Man, you. it's breakfast time. Yeah. Cunty. Yeah. <laughs> Shit, dude. That's what I get. I mean, dude, I, I could see you being wanting to be a little rebel, you know, being a little upset that you guys moved. What was the reason you guys moved? So it was the 2009 recession. My dad um, worked at a pharmacy, which he partly owned, and he was pretty much getting robbed by the Italian mafia, the Sicilian mafia every week. Shit. And this is where, you How's know, he getting robbed. Like they're just pulling. Well, up they're coming on? in. They're pulling up with masks and guns. And oh, okay, that's how. And, yeah. and they're like actually getting robbed. They're yeah. like, hey, and my dad is like. Here's all the money. Take all the money. Of course. You yeah. know, and, and and this is the one thing I loved about my dad. It was the fact that he would actually take those cassettes, come home to us around 9, 10 p.m. Because it was a very long day. Yeah. And he would play those cassettes for us. The video a of video it? The video of it. And he would be like, look what I did today. Jesus Christ, yeah. dude. That's wild. And we'll look at my dad and be like, wow, dad. You're that like, dad's fucking That was sick, a Chuck bro. Norris move right yeah. there. Shit, dude. <laughs> yeah. Wow. And then enough is enough. And they just had enough. Yeah. And they kind of, I don't know what it is. They smelt it. Something yeah. about immigrants, bro. I'm, you know, it's like kind of like sharks when they go through all these different seasons throughout the world and they kind of go to change oceans and stuff. Yeah. You they know, were just like, it's time to they go. They were on. like, it's time to go. It's time to go. Mm. And then they saw you, you're in London then. So I'm in London. None of my, both of my parents don't speak English. Okay. I'm the oldest of my siblings, oldest of four. Yeah. And I am all of a sudden, I find myself with all of this pressure on my neck. Yeah. Are you doing okay in school? Horrible. Really? Absolutely horrible. Now, just try to imagine this. We're in, the, we're, in the, we're in the class. Top boy scenario, right? It's just mandem everywhere. What's mandem? What it's is like, that? It's like the boys. Okay. You know, it's like there's just all these boys, like people who are from the hood. Mm. You know what I'm saying? They're, yeah, they're tough guys. They're shit tough going guys, on. and they don't want to hit us off stuff. 
Yeah. You know what I mean? So they're all interacting within the class, doing the homework. And there's going to come a time where I'm going to have to say something as well. She's going to say, yeah, Mr. Collado, go ahead. And imagine my accent moving from Italy to the United Kingdom. Yes, miss, I would like to say that I would like to highlight a very important point that's been made by our co our assistant here, the colleague. And they're like, mm, Yeah. They're like, yo, my brother, why you sound like Mario, bro? Yeah. <laughs> Shit, dude. People being paid by just going, how how long for you to pick up because now where your accent is at yeah like how long do you think does that just happen over time subconsciously so that kept happening to me in class and i and i really really struggled with that so man i i got to a point where i just stopped going to school really i locked myself in the room and that's that's kind of where my depression started pretty much like that's that and was the root from school yeah mostly. that was the root of my depression Wow. Because the cutting point for me was when my dad bought me a new iPod to try and make me feel better about the whole situation. It was a new Eminem recovery recovery album. Shit, that's a good album. I got a G, J, J, JVC headphones, bro, bigger than my head. Yeah, yeah. But not bigger than my ears. You're not afraid. Oh, yeah, not the ears. <laughs> you know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, yeah. And here I am walking down the street, and my mom used to call me. She's like, oh, Are you landing airplanes with those headphones? Like, yeah. What are you doing walking down the street like that? Yeah. And she called it out because I got robbed. Within two hours of her saying that, bro. Really? Yeah, I got jumped by two guys. They took the headphones? Yeah, man. I and got robbed, fam. They took the iPod. Damn. Yeah. That's so sad. That's and, fuck, bro. And I was like, man, I was like, that was my only, like, bit of hope. Yeah. Was that freaking iPod? That's yeah. all I had. It's that iPod. Hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah and I was see... A, that was a freedom for you. That was way. my freedom. It was, it was a rite like, of passage. It was like, okay, I, uh, this world is horrible, but I'll tell you what. But I have this thing. I can escape. Yeah. I can do this. Mm. Eminem is going to help me get through this. Mom's spaghetti, bro. I'm not bro. afraid. You're not, not afraid. afraid. Yeah, yeah, bro. Come that on. was you, bro. I can see that. It. Was that was me. me, too. I was there. Oh, I had a PSP. Man. I had it on my PSP. What a good time. Yeah. But it might have, I didn't get jumped by yeah. Top Boys. <laughs> so my, you know, that's, I feel terrible. That's yeah. awful. No, but it's, honestly, I, I wouldn't have it any other way. It really did change me because here's how it happened. They kind of just came up to me. They were like, what's the time? And I'm going to feed you guys into this. If you're in London and you hear someone yelling from across the street or walking up to you and saying, what's the time? I know what time it is now. You keep it moving, my brother. Yeah. Wow. Because what's the time means, oh, my dear, the time is 6.49 and uh, you're about to get robbed. Yeah. Really? Yeah. And they it's commonplace. Happens a lot. All the time. Yeah. That was a quick 60 pounds for them. Shit. Yeah. What do you think about uh you know you know who Central C is? Oh, I do. He's he's popping. Legend. Now. He's oh, huge. Yes. Yeah, he's he's, he's huge. He's, Are you a fan? I'm a huge fan of that Sprinter. Come on. Yeah. Hey. Yeah. What's uh his, what's his big song? The, Sprinter. That's oh that's yeah. the one. That's the bitches gay. Oh, no, that's the other one. That's uh Doja Cat. Doja Cat. Yeah, that's yeah, Doja yeah. Cat. Yeah. yeah, but he's got the sprinter now that's like pretty much taking over many platforms. So, yeah, it's great he's to huge. see. It's great to see because I never thought this would actually happen. Drake changed the scene. OVO Sound. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Came into London. Yeah, OVO Ting. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And he just came out and he was like, yo, my brother, we go bread to make our air. Yeah. And I'm like, yo, why is Drake taking all of our money? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you yeah. know, and it's the Jewish guy that he is, bro. He's yeah, like, okay. that's what it is. Shit. He's like, okay, Shalom, we're gonna make a deal, okay? We're gonna make a deal. Yeah. I take you to America, you pay me the money. Yeah, and he did. I, he, he put did a lot it. of he, he put a lot of UK rap on. Skepta, Dave, now Central C, Jay Hoss, 
legends oh my god these people you put them on the mic it's just murder bro. that's what some so like here in the u.s drake catches a lot of flack for that like a lot of people that are u.s fans of hip-hop they'll be like it's so corny he's just trying to bite these styles but i've always i'm a big drake fan yeah. we just saw him not we i love, yeah, I love him drake. I love and drake. i've always seen it as like more of he's got this huge audience already right and if he sees some people doing some cool shit over in the uk over in london wherever yeah. and he's like okay I think they're fucking dope. I think what they got going on is cool. Why don't I do something with them? Because then it's going to put them onto all my fans. And yeah, he's going to get some fans from their fans too, you know, but it's like he's putting somebody else up on this pedestal and giving them a chance to be seen by a worldwide audience as opposed to just the London, you know. I'll tell you what, he's an entrepreneur. Yeah. How could you blame him? If you had all that money in the world, and that's what people don't understand. It's like, just worry about your own problems, my brother. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, yeah. your credit score is nowhere near 600 and you're worrying about Drake. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, I don't know. And I feel like that's when the whole like, anxiety situation comes in. Like, don't get me wrong. I was someone who suffered from, you know, a lot of anxiety. But the moment I learned the secret to the power of now, it was the moment everything in my life changed. Mm. And, you know, that happened several years throughout. So I went and studied um, hospitality, actually, because I felt like... You can study hospitality. Yeah. Then. So I studied travel and tourism. That's really what it, that's what we call it. It's pretty much hospitality. Yeah. And I studied pretty much to become a cabin crew. Okay. So I got a like qualification a in a cabin crew as a, in, in a college. And it's like a METC. Yeah. Pretty much. It's the city of Westminster College. That's the one I went to. Yeah. That's where I had my first cigarette. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, and that's when I started discovering the power of the gel. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Gelling up your hair? Gelling up my hair and that. Walking up to the ladies. Yeah, smelling good, yeah, feeling smelling good. Yeah, smelling good. I'm trying to re- refrain that Italian accent in the back. Yeah. I'm like, what's going on, baby girl? Yeah. <laughs> how is it with the... How is it with... Okay, <laughs> give me this. So, how is it... How is it talking to girls? Or, or give me the difference between maybe Sicilian women... Oh. UK women... Can I say that? Can and I say American oh, women. Yeah, or at least yeah, yeah, yeah. United... US, like, Wisconsin, Chicago, whatever. All right, Sicilians, they lock it up their ass. I'm going to just say it. Yeah? <laughs> I know. Oh, shit, bro. <laughs> Sicily out here, yeah, bro. Yeah, man. Sicily, they lock it up their ass. They, <laughs> okay. They, Shout like, out to I'm them. talking about cucumba. Yeah. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah baby. Let's bro. go. I've never done it personally. I'm going to be honest. I'm going to just say oh, it. Really? I've never done it. And I've. And I, you I, was out there, bro. Oh, but, you were young when you But were I was out young, there. but yeah. they wouldn't give me a chance. Because yeah. like, this Puerto Rican cunt out here trying to get a taste of this yeah. ass. I'm like, yo, allow it, bro. Let me. Come on, bro. Come on, man. Even you if have to go back. You're going to have to get a flight back. I tried, man. I did that already. They're like, bro. we don't want to have nothing to do with you, bro. Damn. Take, take your tamales back to where you came from. Shit, dude. Okay, so they're doing lots of anal over there. Yeah. That's sick. Man, they love like their anal. I don't know what it is about them. And they're under, like they're tight, like speedos. I'm sure you guys know about yeah, that. Yeah, the beaches, oh, yeah. Jesus Christ. And you go to the United Kingdom, ah, disabled toilets, my guy. What is yes. that? So, obviously, growing up in London, not a lot of people can afford, like, you know, and also, like, from the cultural background, like, you cannot bring a girl to your house. Unless you guys are like actually boyfriend and girlfriend. In London? In it's London. Like that? Uh, really? Yeah. I mean, I'm going to bring a girl to my house. I come from a Moroccan household. Oh, my yeah. mom is going to be like, who the hell is that girl? <laughs> yeah. What are you doing with that girl? I'm like, mom, what do you think? Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. It's a Bobby world. You know yeah, yeah. Nah, but we, it doesn't fight in my house. Okay. Yeah, you cannot bring girls over. There's none of that because obviously, you know, growing up, my mom always taught. She's like, you've got to be respectful woman. Mm. I don't give a fuck. Yeah. She just told me like that straight up. She was like, don't play woman. 
don't fuck with women. If I find out you're fucking woman, I'll fuck you up. Yeah. Imagine my mom's mom, a my feminist, mom, bro. bro. My mom is almost six foot, you know. <laughs> my mom is as tall as me. Oh shit, bro. And she does boxing classes and she does spinning and shit. She hoop too? She, no, she doesn't hoop because basketball is not a thing back home. Oh, but okay, that's fair. Honestly, but bro. she could if she wanted oh, to, bro. Oh my god. Like with all the it. Polish ladies that are out there in London, bro, yeah. they, bro, do you see that bike? Yeah. On that. They on that shit. Ready. They will take anybody down. She's always told me, she said, when you're ready, let me know. Really? Yeah, send me the location. She's like Khabib Normageddon. Tr- yeah, she's trying to set it up. They got the yeah. influencer fights yeah. this weekend. She's Maybe like, you guys get the undercard. Man, me and my mom, bruv. What's this bruv? Bruv is big over there. Yeah, bruv is big. It's like mate in a way. It's like it's like bruh. Yeah, kind of like kind of like bro. Yeah, I just this whole. American. It sounds cooler, bro. Thank you, bro. Yeah, it's cooler. I'm about to get better at that. Yeah, we and it's also about you know English. If you want to speak, you want to sound like an Englishman. Yeah, you got to question everything you say. So ask oh. me, ask me, how do I get to Chicago? How do you get to Chicago? All right, so you're gonna go all the way down, yeah, and then you're gonna keep going, yeah, and then after <laughs> okay. you're done getting after the border, yeah, you're gonna take a right, slam yourself onto the wall. Once you get to the wall, take a left, keep going, yeah. Once you get there, you're gonna know how to get there. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I get it now. It's okay. like, thank there's you, like mate. A, Cheers. Thank you. There's Bye-bye. a there's a confidence with st- you're like, but you're saying everything as a question. As a, yes, it like ends upward, and it's all like kind of like floating up in the air. Yeah. Because if you think about it, it's all just like kind of like noises. Oi, oi, Danny boy. Mm. What's happening, mate? You all right? You doing, fella? It's like kind of almost like singing. And mm. it makes sense. You go to Wales, you go to Ireland. They're still whistling to each other from mountain to mountain. Yeah. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So that's how the Beatles got it done, bro. Yeah, man. It makes a lot more sense now. And people can't even understand me when I say I want a glass of water in America, fam. Really? Yeah. Oh, the water the thing The struggle, bro. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, you guys, the the water shit. Every time. Now I feel like 007, can I get a glass of water? Mm. You heard me. Yeah, that was good right there. Thank you, bro. You, like, you, I you tried. worked on it. You I worked did. on it. Well, <laughs> what, what, else do you, what else is said differently here? Um, I mean, this new lingo that's coming up with the whole bet. Yeah, you know, that's cool. Like, bet. It's like, what are we betting on, my G? Mm. Like, that's the first thing that comes to my head. It's like, what are we betting? Are we playing money out? What are we doing? Yeah, yeah. You know, and then, you know, like, it's everything, like, for show, for show. What else yeah. you got for me, Darren? I'm what trying else? to think what else we got. We were going over this a couple of weeks ago with another comedian buddy. Um, we were talking about Riz, and you know what Riz is? No, no idea. Riz is like, um, like you Riz up a chick. Mm-hmm. Like that would be like you have it's. It comes from like charisma. Okay. Like the word charisma, yeah. and so then it's like, uh, oh, he's putting on the Riz right now. Mm, it's like you game. spin game. Oh, you yeah, spin game. Spin game, yeah. I see. I'm trying to see how you would say that in London. <clears throat> uh. Man, like I if he was chatting up, would it be like chatting up a... Oh, chatting up a ting? Yeah, that's see, usually what it is. Oh, it yeah. sounds cool. Like, yeah. chat, if I were to say chatting up a chick like here, that would just sound weird. But, like, when you threw that, the fucking but then you shit to, on it. Like, here's the other thing as well. Like, a lot of people were giving me crap for the, for the whole English accent situation. I'm like, well, I didn't choose that for myself. It just so happened mm. to have grown in me, and now I have an English accent. And I'm like, if you really feel some type of way about my accent, why don't you go try the same thing over there? Yeah. Go to the UK, try to be funny. Yeah. But it's just not going to work. Yeah. I did that. I went back, I think it was in January, and I tried to go all over downtown, Piccadilly Circus, Trafalgar Square, trying to find open mics on Facebook and everything. And I was so disappointed, man. Not a big scene? Wow. It's almost close to zero. Wow, that sucks. It's so sad. It's to the point where I was like, man, I should move back and open a freaking comedy club because I'm going to make bank. Yeah. Well, I think, too, it's interesting because UK 
at least from a normie, like a, a general consumer of comedy perspective, right? I feel like they're more known for like a dry humor. Indeed. Like, you know, Absolutely. like more Jim like. Jim Carr. Yeah, or and a lot of like even when it, I feel like less stand up and more like um, television and movies where it's like the the dry humor has a better it's gonna work better in that, those environments yeah. right it it can work in stand up too but it works better I feel like in those mediums maybe yeah I mean I was getting to that Darren because I will tell you what the main problem is people in the United Kingdom are not gonna give you the chance yeah that's the problem they're so it's like I I like to compare them to people from Illinois, the Fibs. Mm. Yeah? yeah? Same attitude. Really? Yeah. What, what people it? giving you the finger, people wonky. I'm like, bruh. I had a guy, because I cut him off, come out of his car and spray me up with moisturizing cream <laughs> at a roundabout. Okay. Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah. And it was a black guy too. I'm like, my brother, you need the cream more than I do. Yeah, G. shit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Dude. That's the next level, bro. Yeah, G. Pissed. I'm like, bro, I feel bad for your knees now, bro. What's yeah, gonna happen like, there? Oh shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're gonna need that, bro. Dude, I get a yeah. I get ashy elbow bad, bro. You do? Yeah. I don't get ashy. I mean, you only get ashy in the wintertime, to be honest. It's, yeah, the winter. It's only yeah in the winter. But yeah, yeah, but during, I, I mean, summertime, you see me getting nice and charcoal, yeah. you know, by the pool and stuff. I and feel that. That's a vibe. It really is. Vibe. I'm all about that. Cocktails. That's my last name is Colada. Aperol spritz? Colada. You do the Aperol Ooh, spritz? That's big the over Digestives. Oh, my God. Yeah, it's a digestive. Did you know that? Yeah. Yeah. It just kind of helps them digest all the food and stuff. Yeah, there's a couple other... Um, Campari and shit too is big. Yes, Campari yeah. is big, and there is another one that was my dad' favorite. Uh, Negroni. Yeah, Negroni. Uh, yes, yeah. that that's one. Oh well. my god, my yeah. dad is also. Oh my god, my dad is such a freak, man. Yeah. I think that's where I got it from. Yeah. You have to understand, he's a freaking pharmacist. Pharmacists like they know the secret to everyone. Yeah. And everything, right? So this guy is teaching me how to grab women. Okay. At the age of like fifteen. He's not, he's not giving you any, slipping you any pills to do that, is no. he? No. He's like, there's a technique. And he'll throw mm. me gems every now and then. Yeah. Read this book. Oh. Chapter six. <laughs> Shit. It's four. He's got a post-it. Yeah. Room, he's, he's like, like yeah. pressure points. Pressure points. Yeah. yeah just make sure before you get in there, make sure she comes before you come. That's great advice. That's you know, advice. Yeah. Come on. Exactly, bro. Wait, wait. We were doing oh, this before. Yes. Let's go. Yeah. Come on. There we go. Thank bro. you for practicing in the yeah. car park. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, yeah, dude, no, that's like that's that. what it is. We got some people in the comments here. Uh got some questions about uh the UK here, it looks like. The gorillas are from the UK. Did you know the gorillas are from the UK? Gorillas? Who's gorillas that? with a Z. They uh It's a music this? band. Music band. Yes, yeah. I've heard of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. They had yeah, a couple heard. couple of hits. Um and what what do we got here? Shout out Kai Sinet. Do you know who Kai Sinet is? He's Kai, oh yes, yeah yeah, 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 yeah. He's got he. I, didn't he have Central C on his show not long ago? I think I think so. Yeah. yeah. Okay, that's what this. We just had some random random UK commentary up in here. Fantastic. But, um, but yeah, dude, it's 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 crazy. All the all this different slang and all these these different cultural things. You got bruv, yeah. which I think is cooler. I think you guys win on that. Bruv is cooler than bruh. Yes, absolutely. I think, I think that one's cooler. I think. Um, What's something that's better here? Hmm. Since you've been here, what's something you think is like, oh, America does this right? Gas. Gas? Yeah. Really? You guys have cheap gas, bro. Really? Yeah. Really cheap gas. Like gallons. You guys have gallons. Yeah. We have liters. Hmm. Yeah. I, I mean, we pay so much money for everything. It's like when I came here, I was like, what? This is free. Yeah. Can I take this? 
Yeah, but we get you on the other side where you're going to die of an illness that could have been cured because you could have gone to the doctor. The, uh, mate, I'll tell country. you what. I already did my homework. I signed up with the UW um, financial assistance. Mm. So I'm good for them. I'm covered. There you go. Anything happens, I, they take me to Madison, 608. Yeah. Take me back there. I Dude, I got some people. that See, that's smart. I know some people, too, that they... Uh, I'm sorry. You they go to. over to Poland to do their shit. Bro. Oh, it's my cheaper. God. I used to do that, actually. Yeah. It's funny you say that. It's cheaper to get a flight, round trip, fly across the fucking world, get the procedures done, and come back than it is to just to have insurance. Do. I absolutely agree. All of my checkups, every single... And that's another thing I want people to know as well. Like, I take my health very serious. A lot of people tend to see me out in bars and clubs drinking and smoking and doing all of that. Like, yeah, it's 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 my time off. Mm -hmm. I'm off. I'm chilling. That's yeah. why I'm getting a little rowdy. You know, that's yeah. why I have all of that energy. What do you like to do to get rowdy? Um, what do you, What's your drink of choice? That's a really good question. I'm not going to lie. These mamacitas got me into tequila, bro. Tequila? Yeah, man. Yeah. That Casamigo. Casamigos, yeah. Jesus. You just do it straight or what do you do? Uh, you well, do it a margarita I, or something? And also, it's like kind of like a flirting way for me to also pick up women as well. It's like, okay, let's get a sex on the beach. Mm. You know yeah. what I mean? We don't have a real beach, but we have Bradford Beach. Yeah. Go on. Bradford get Beach some. is out here. Go yeah. on, mate. Come on. Yeah. It's there. They got, let's yeah. go play with the duckies. Yeah. They got it. Shit, dude. So there's that tequila. I mean, it's absolutely mesmerizing, and and it's also one thing you should know that the alcohol is different from the United States with the United Kingdom because of the European regulations and stuff. Yeah, you guys obviously tend to put so much more sugar and so much less diluted. Yeah, no, uh, so uh, more diluted. More diluted. More diluted. Yeah, we put we put sugar coloring everything, everything in that. Then you go to like Poland. That's why like my favorite beer. It's the Polish beer. I drink two of them. It's the one that starts with the T T Y Z O N Tyson, and the one that starts with Ziski. It's like Z Y. Sounds Polish. Oh my god, bro! Hands down, five point seven percent, four dollars for four cans. My G, get that PPR PBR out of your fridge, my brother. Go, yeah. go, go indulge in some European finesse. Yeah, shit. Dude. <laughs> the yeah, they got some. I've heard drinking over there is is very different. It really is. I mean, it's a pub culture. I mean, yeah. people here tend to just want to get fucked up. That's really what it is. You know, yeah. just get, I've never blacked out till I came to Wisconsin. Just imagine that. We'll do that to you. Oh, my God. I can't wait till we get onto the other side. Like a yeah. other story, man. Oh, my yeah. God. Getting to Chicago oh, from yeah. London. So, yeah. So how, how do we how do we get there? What's the what ends up being the reason that you're because you're in school. You're yeah. going for hospitality. Yeah. What is the the decision that makes you be like, all right, I'm. I'm off this. I'm going. I'm going to the states. Yeah. So what happened was my teacher was a cabin crew um, teacher actually, and um, talking to her and getting very close to her eventually, and also she was so bloody hot. Oh my god, she was so good looking. It makes it easy to I focus. Was, my, listen, I was focused. I have a lazy eye. My lazy eye <laughs> cured itself. Cured itself for the whole of that period. My <laughs> <laughs> yeah, shit, bro. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like I was, man. There was multiple people paying attention, not just me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, she told me she was like, you don't want to go in the cabin crew world because unfortunately the diet back in the day was so bad that she ended up in the hospital really because if you think about it cabin crew um you know the cabin crew attendants like they eat like shit bro I was say, is this like cabin crew like on like cruise ships on like, like planes or on planes yeah and shit? oh okay yeah so crisps chocolates you know yeah, what i mean that's like, all you got that's all that's there that's all that's there so she ended up in the hospital she was like okay i'm not gonna do this i'm gonna go teach this instead and she was still hot we and she was, oh my god listen even without a pancreas or anything i'll still take that bro. shit bro. <laughs> respect dude. i respect that that's that's, that's a different level bro because i tell you what if i wasn't eating right I, I didn't eat before this and i'm feeling a little less 
little less attractive than I normally would, right, dude? Yeah. That's crazy. She was going through that. She was still dying. Yeah, she was. Oh my god, gorgeous. I hope she finds this podcast. So. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go. Come hit me up, bro. Yeah. My milf, my milf. Yeah, milf's have my cup of tea. Okay. Uh, so but, she's uh, she's giving you some sound advice. Yeah, and she then is. She's like, hey, she's diets. like, I don't think you should do that because you're just gonna pretty much destroy your own health. You know, and that. And I kind of took that and ran with it. And I also realized that in, within the tourism industry, unfortunately, it seems as if there is just no, there is not, there is not a monetary reward. You know mm. what I mean? Like, How so? Because like you don't really necessarily get compensated like you should. I I agree. I, that's the only, in my opinion, from what I have seen, especially when you look at like all inclusive shit. Yeah. When you look at whatever, which like, if you're gonna go on a trip, all inclusive is fucking great for you, right? If you're like paying for it, but it's. There's no way you could realistically be able to pay everybody what they're worth if you're paying a thousand dollars for a week vacation. Yeah. With all drinks and food included. I agree. There's 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 no way everybody that's fucking working there, that one person's just there to fold your fucking clothes or yeah. fold the towels. There's no way that person's getting paid a livable wage. Yeah, I agree. And um, you know, that's really what made me get out. But I'm not gonna lie to you, some of the friends and the people you meet in these like holes in yeah. the wall pretty much are man, some of the best people ever. Yeah. You know, like I've met people from Holland, uh, South Africa, people from just all over Europe coming in there for one purpose and it's just to create a future for themselves. Yeah. That's that was beautiful. amazing. That's, that was really beautiful yeah. to see. It's the common, common struggle, you know, and you see that over and over again, trains in London, the tubes and, and the buses, you see people fall asleep all the way to the last stop. That's a very common thing that happens to us. Yeah. You just fall asleep to the bus driver. Ass, the bus driver is coming to wake you up. He's like, Hey, there just to let you know you are, you're at the last stop you gotta get out the bus yeah and you're like oh i'm sorry boss and you just get out yeah so you know there's definitely that side of it and then you know i left and then i was like okay so i could either go to university or i could just take a gap year mm. so i took a gap year okay absolutely you yeah. know what i'm saying but by the way do you know what gap stands for no you don't no oh my god you're gonna love this so What's gap that? in the uk stands for gay and proud okay yeah. So you took a gay and proud year. I loved it. Yeah. Fucking amazing. That's good for the mental health. For once, I could relate to the Sicilians. Yeah. You know <laughs> oh, there you go. Yeah. 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 I mean, why not, right? That's a tough, but was it more so you were, you didn't know what you wanted to do? Uh, yeah, like, I didn't know what I wanted to do. You didn't want to make a rash decision. I didn't want to make a rash decision, definitely. And being, you know, just, I was finally starting to slowly see some sort of light now that I'm done with my studies. Mm -hmm. I'm like, okay, maybe I can now just do something on my own and find my own happiness in something else. Yeah. Because at this point, I no longer do theater. I've lost sight of theater. I don't have. I, You're I not doing any performing. Not doing or any performing shit. or creative stuff. None of that. Wow. You know, it's all just gym, work, uni. Gym, work, uni. Gym, work, or college or whatever yeah. cases. And when I left, what happened was I came across one of the, honestly, an angel disguised as a person, love. Like Who's Joseph that? McCann, the CEO of Teach Now. Oh okay. my God! This guy becomes my mentor. Really? Yeah. He. I, I was. I was only supposed to go in there for an internship. Mm. I was only supposed to go there for admin work. Yeah. He sees me and he kind of sees himself in me, mm -hmm. in some type of way. Yeah. And he's like, "I want him over here." Throws me in the sales room. This is a recruitment agency, teaching agency. Yeah. Throws me in the room. And he goes, "Here's an iPad. Here's a." Here's a notebook, here's a phone, and here's a computer. Go crazy. So the computer had over 5,000 cold contacts in the spreadsheet. 
Yeah. And I had to call all of these people and leave a voicemail. Yeah. And hopefully these people call me back so that I can provide teachers yeah. for these schools. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then Joseph is like, you know what, Amen? I'm about to show you something that you've never seen before. What was that? Comes and grabs me on a Friday. I've never been to a really like an actual proper nightclub before. Yeah. We go out with the whole team. We go get Indian at the p local pub. Absolutely amazing. Goes and buys a brand new Mercedes. Mercedes E350 convertible. He's like, you ever driven a, a, a Mercedes before? I'm like, no, I drive it. And I do the most brownest of things because of all the excitement. I farted. Jesus Christ. In his Mercedes. In his seat, Mercedes, dude. bro. And then bro, the driving yeah, seat. ass in my Mercedes, You bro. know what brand I mean? Brand new. He just like, bought. I was like, Eamon, you had one job. <laughs> yeah. You had one bloody job. Yeah. And you messed it up. Yeah, but that's okay. Cause you know what? He you didn't smell it. it. He did all the cocaine it? and stuff. So he he does cocaine. Uh, you know, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Charlie. Yeah. So he was good. So I'm joking. No, no, I love you, Joseph. But no. So yeah. So he was my mentor pretty much, and uh, yeah, drove that beautiful Mercedes, and then took me to Egg, right, to a club. It's like the number. Almost, honestly, it's the number one like uh, EDM club that we have in London. Okay. It's called Egg, and it's like uh, you it's know, a cool name. It's uh, is it shaped like an egg? Well, all I'll tell you is this. I just remember walking in. Okay. I don't necessarily remember walking out. Yeah. So that was... So it was yeah, a good time. It was a great time. And seeing the power of money that yeah. night, I feel like it really changed my life. Because mm. here we are drinking from one pub to another, absolutely drunk. We get to egg at like 3 a.m., 4 a.m. Shit. She's like, I'm sorry, we're not letting anybody in. This place is open till 7 a.m., yeah. right? He goes, how much? She goes, we're not letting anybody in. He pulls out 2,500 pounds cash, gives it to her, and she goes and gives us the biggest table in the whole place. Damn, bro. With so you definitely witnessing the power of money. You know what I mean? Like bottles yeah. of vodka, this and that. So what do I do? The brown person that I am, I start grabbing the bottle. I'm like, yo, baby girl, come to my section. Mm -hmm. Come to my section. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> my section. You balling, bro. Yeah, you, bro. Fuck it, dude. I lived it for one night. Yeah. <laughs> but that had to be inspiring. Oh, it was. It was. And then it's really interesting. I mean, and that's where I also learned where, you know, the fact that money doesn't necessarily buy you happiness, you know, because... That night, I went back with Joseph. Joseph was completely blacked out and took him home. And I'm not going to lie to you like that. I, I was one of the hardest moments I ever witnessed because while, while we were in the cab, he was asking this driver where he could find crack, where he could find cocaine, where he could find crack, where he could find cocaine. And I'm, bear in mind, I'm 19, bro. Like, I'm like yeah. 18, 19. Yeah. I'm scared. Yeah. This guy's saying crack cocaine. And he's like I've your no boss, kind of. And right? he's my so, boss. So yeah. I'm like, what like, What situation am I in right now? I'm yeah. middle of the night. I'm in like in the middle of Highbury in Islington. Yeah. Right in between Hackney, which is where they shoot the top boy. Oh, okay. So it's like right there. So I know if these people, like if I, we get caught lacking, we're done. Yeah. He buys his stuff, goes home and starts smoking that shit. Like, I've never seen people pulls up a spoon. I don't know necessarily how that stuff works. I don't yeah. know, but it pulls out a spoon, starts burning stuff. Yeah. And I just lose my head because the guy passes out after doing a hit. And here I am thinking he's dead. Yeah. You and know? how would you know? You're 19, bro. You don't fucking know. You don't do crap. Yeah. So it's like and I'm doing all of this just so that I can get out of the house and I can be the man. Yeah. I can show my parents that I'm also like, 
I'm trying to do my part. Yeah. Shit. Yeah. It's heavy, man. That's a lot right there. Yeah. How did you, did he, was he okay? He was obviously yeah, okay. Yeah, he I was imagine? okay. He woke yeah. up the next day. He was fine. Yeah. Never, we never spoke about it. We never, never came up ever again. And that was honestly the last time I ever saw him. He left me with a present, which was the best present ever. What was it? And it's a beautiful book by Eshkar Tal. It's called The Power of Now. Yeah, I've and heard I, of this book. I would I highly, highly recommend it for anybody who is into books or even there's even an audio book or there's even videos on YouTube because there is nothing like the now, you mm. know, like tomorrow is not guaranteed. And we go back to the Italian mindset and everything. And, you know, you say, oh, why are you happy? Why are you living until like, yeah, like we had a, the, the, the nun in our neighborhood lived until the age of 112. Damn. And died. What was the cause of death? Natural death. She's just like, ah, I'm done. She's like, ah, just tapped out. I did it all. Did it all. Yeah. Even Jesus is sick of me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, dude. He's like, all right, all this devotion, we've got to call it a night. Yeah. He's like, that's too much. No, that's, I mean, yeah, the, the, I've definitely felt that. I, that's something I think a lot of people struggle with is yeah. not being present, right? Is being in, in the right now. And, and so I, that's how I've heard of this book and I've been wanting to read it. I read every day. So it's that's, that's awesome. it's on my list of books to, yeah. to get to. Absolutely so. amazing. But I, I also want to share the story with you <laughs> about, um, you know, the first time I actually ever went to a courthouse. OK. Yeah. Was this in UK? This was actually in, in the London? US. I don't know oh. if you want to get to that in a little oh, yeah. bit or. Yo, I just how, how do we get I just want to know how we get from there. Right. So you're working with this guy. Yes. How does that take us to, at what point are you like, man, I want to just do my thing here in the U.S.? So, I don't know. It was like this one night, I remember, I was sitting on my phone and like I was, I was just this little window and I was just looking out this window and I could see the moon and it was just kind of one of those moments, man. Like, I think somebody was listening, hmm. you know? What, what were you, what I was, was just being told venting to out. I was just venting out and I was like, man, I deserve more. I deserve more than this. I don't want to settle. My life is worth so much more than just being a freaking roadman, bro. Yeah. I can't make it into a business setting. I can't work in a corporate setting because I don't have the experience. And London is all about who you know. Yeah. A lot so, like here in, in cities too as well when it comes to business. To stuff, business right? and corporate yeah. stuff. So yeah. it's like, how am I going to make it out? Yeah. How? There's only one way and I'm going to do it. I'm going to book that ticket to Chicago. Chicago came to my head. I didn't even know where Chicago was on the map. Really? Yeah. That's crazy, dude. You're just like, fuck it, Chicago. Yeah, I'm like, Chicago. Why, Chicago? Why not New York? Why not uh, uh, LA? Because I have a, an uncle of mine who um, lives in Wisconsin, like uh, upper north and the north side of Madison. Oh, okay. So we came to visit him. I remember um, it was during 2017 because he had cancer. Oh, sad. Yeah, so we came to visit him to take care of the kids, mm -hmm. and then we kind of left. But Madison stuck with me. Yeah, it's a cool town, cool town, cool city. So I've just been exposed to my ultimate ticket out. So here I am, like manifesting all these things that I want, right? This trip comes along and we're like, okay, let's go. We go over there, we do this, then we come back. Yeah. Right? We come back and I'm like, oh, there is something over there for me. I yeah. feel it. I was coming back on a plane. And I was asking this lady, I was like, what's my purpose? I can't find my purpose. This is when like that, that eagerness. Something in your intuition, something yeah. in your gut is, is telling you like, dude, this is, this is where you want to be. This is a leap you need to take. Yes. And you have to do it. It's wow. life or death situation. And how, how soon after like that moment? So 
after that moment, it went a month. Really? A month went by. I went back to work. I was grinding in security, working in nightclubs, strip clubs, football stadiums, you name it. I did it. December, like Christmas parties, all of that. Grinding out, 12-hour shifts. Yeah. I'm telling people I'm going to America. People are laughing at my face. Really? Yeah. I'm telling Mandem, I'm like, yo, bro, I'm, I'm about to go off to Chicago. I'm going to change my life. Watch me. I'm going to do this. I promise you, like, nothing's going to stop me. They're like, yeah, 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 yeah. Shit, dude. And you yeah. work in late nights, sir? Security. Yeah. 6 p.m., I remember, to 6 a.m. What's hospital. something people don't get about security, about working security? I mean... Like, what's something you guys would run into? What's, like, a, a general annoyance that you think most people don't get about working security? I mean, honestly, it's just not following the simple rules. That's mm. why security, like, that's why people in security are always so grumpy and so mad. Because people are trying to push your buttons. Because people are just trying to push, and they're not necessarily trying to do that on purpose, right? Mm. Because there was one thing you need to learn, because that was my first, you know, my first ever um, incident with the police. Mm. You know, my first interaction with the police happened when I was in security. Because you're pretty much working along the side with them, yeah, right? A so little you, bit, yeah. you know, you know, you you are out here. You are not only can you just be a security. You have to go get licensed. You have to do a two day course, pass an exam, mm -hmm. pass an enhanced background check, and then once that's done, you get the license, and then you can work in these places. Yeah. But here's what I didn't know, and I'm sure the same rule, you know, goes here in the United States as well. When you work in a in a in a in a facility, right? Let's take for for account a restaurant or a bar. Yeah. And I'm a security of that bar and restaurant. Yeah. Once that individual leaves the restaurant or bar, that's no longer my problem. Mm. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. And I didn't know that. So six months into my job, I'm working at Mr. Fogg's Tavern in Piccadilly Circus, right? And never really had a call like that, to be honest. But this time it was, amen, amen. These four people didn't pay their bill. Yeah. Right. And this is kind of where I got a little bit too ahead of myself. Yeah. You know, it's kind of like Superman. I was like, yeah, this is my clock. This moment, is my bro. moment. I get to do something. You yeah. know what I'm saying? I was ready. I watched the videos, bro. Yeah. I yeah. will take them down. Yeah. I had the Matrix uh, coat as you well. You know, that European Neo. Yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, my Trench God. Coat. I was ready, but I was too ready. Yeah. Because what happened was I tried to restrain them outside of the venue. Hmm. Right? Shit. And I was the one that flagged down the police. And the police are like, what the fuck are you doing? So the lady comes down. The lady, the officer comes out. She's like, all right, what's going on? I'm like, well, these guys haven't paid their bill. If you would like to come follow me, please, back to the pub and stuff. She goes, no, you stay right there. She goes and takes statements from them. Yeah. And now there is four against one. Mm. Already not good. Already not. And I look good. like I'm from Cicero. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So automatically they're like, all right, let's handcuff this fella. Really? Yeah. They just I was, booked you like that. Bruv, I was looking at the officer. I'm like, officer, are you serious right now? Like, you can see how drunk they are. They are absolutely wasted. I'm working right now. And I'm sober, G. Yeah. Like, I don't have a single drink in my system, and you're taking me down. Yeah. Oh, that was another letdown, man. That was another big hole that I ended up going in. Because now, not only am I booked, my mom doesn't know where I am. Nobody knows where I am. Yeah. You know, I come back home the next day at like they released me and it was like Belgravia police station by Victoria. It was like 1 p.m. Yeah. So I'm there from 9 p.m., 10 p.m. I remember I didn't get it to like 11 and then they didn't release me until 1 p.m. Wow. the next day on bail. Really? Yeah. What was your bail? Do you remember? I don't remember. I think it was like um, 
It couldn't have been Fif- that much. Five hundred something, eight hundred. Dude, yeah. that's fucked though. That sucks. Yeah. Then you had to go to court, I imagine. And I had to go to court yeah. and stuff. And here's where the most funniest of things. Like this what God works in mysterious ways. I'm a very spiritual person, not necessarily religious, but yeah. Very spiritual, but I like to believe in the universe and how mysterious the universe can be. Mm-hmm. Because I go up there with my solicitor. Mm-hmm. And I've never been to a courthouse before. Yeah. I'm scared shitless. Right? I go up there with a suit, nice haircut and everything. That's smart. That's you know, I want to look presentable. It. I shaved yeah. my beard. Yeah. Anti-terrorist vibes. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got to get there. Yeah. Uh, and then I go up there and the whole time I am calling the, the judge, your majesty. Your majesty? Yeah. So every time, <laughs> every single time we go back and forth. Yeah, yeah. She goes. Mr. Kalada, did you follow them outside the pub? And I go, yes, your majesty, I did. And she goes, tut, 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 it's your honor. Oh, it just kept going and she's going. Pissed, Bro, dude. it would not, if she was at the beginning and then after she realized, she's like, this kid is so, like, he's so innocent. He don't know. Yeah. He doesn't know. Yeah. And the, the, the solicitor jumped in, he was like, your honor, please uh, don't, I was about to say your majesty. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's still in it. <laughs> your honor, I was like, please don't. Don't do him wrong. You know what I mean? Like, he's still got his future ahead of him. Can you please, like, just help him out? Yeah. You know, and, and they were all laughing and giggling by the end of that. Their party was also there, and I had to pay the fine yeah. to them because I was actually, you know, it's kind of like found me guilty in a way, but it wasn't because they... It was like a plea deal. It was a plea deal because yeah. they gave me a, um, a conditional discharge. Mm. So this is where my life changes. The condition was for two years... I don't want to hear from you. I don't want to see you. If you get arrested within the next two years, not only are you going to get charged for those crimes, you're also going to get charged for the previous crime that I let you off on. Yeah. Shit. So I've just come back from America. Good boy. You know, I've just come back from America. I've seen heaven. Yeah. I've seen my gates. Yeah. My way out. And you're busting your ass trying to get work, you know, save some money, get to a point where you can do that. And then I get to in front of a judge and the judge goes, I don't want to see you for two years. Well, I'm going to tell you right now, I'm going to commit a crime in the next two years. That's definitely happening. Joe Malone, (laughs) I'm stealing a perfume from there at Westfield right now. Like like Zara, we're popping those tags, my G. (laughs) So what was the move? Was the move then, let's go to America? Yeah, that's it. I have 2,000 pounds in my account. I booked a one-way ticket to Chicago. I didn't even tell my uncle. I didn't tell anybody. I'd refuse to have their help or be involved in any of that because there was a lot of drama that were going involved with family my family drama. drama yeah. Where they were like, we don't want him in our house. And they did that on purpose because my mom didn't want me to leave, obviously. Mm. So my mom was like, you've got to make sure he doesn't stay with you. And he will eventually run back home. Yeah. But what my mom didn't realize is that I wasn't. Pussy, oh, well, they yeah. say back home. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> you fucking, you, she didn't realize that I was going to turn you into to somebody that would figure it out for yourself. Yeah. And I was like, man, you know what? I don't care how this goes. Just let it happen at yeah. this point. I have nothing else to lose. Yeah. You know, so I land in Chicago and that's when I start like, fir- like first person I speak to is the CTA or like it was like a yeah, CTA lady or she was a TSA lady. I'm not sure. Yeah. But I asked her, I said, how do I get from here to New York? Right? Yeah. She looks at me, she's like, oh, dear, <laughs> you funny. Yeah. You trying to get to New York, you're going to have to get back on the plane. Yeah. And I was like, um, what? I can't get the bus there. 
Yeah. He said, no, you're too far. You're too far away. It's going to take you fucking days. Yeah. Days. And yeah. I didn't even know. Once again, I didn't even know where Chicago was on the map. Yeah. So then I'm like, wait, when the last time I came here, what did we do? We caught the bus to Madison. Yeah. So I went and looked for that bus. I paid the at the beginning. I remember. Damn, bro, you thinking on your toes right I now? I am. Bro. You fucking trying to get this stuff? I am. Wild. Yeah, because I left the nighttime in the UK and it was daytime in the US. So I had the rest of the day. Damn. So you had like a to double. figure it out. Yeah. I almost had like a double day. Yeah. That's <laughs> you had two days in a yeah. yeah. Okay. So I was able to like yeah I was able to make that work and go through that and then when I got to Madison, I started thinking on my toes and I was like all right what do I do? First thing I'm gonna do I'm gonna need a place to shower and place to sleep. Mm-hmm. What is that gonna be? A gym. Oh, okay. So I go into the Princeton Club. Yeah. I sign up with them. They give me a membership and stuff, and I sign up with them. And now I have someone to shower and someone to sleep. I sleep in a change room. Shit, dude. You know what I mean? Yeah. What's the worst? I'm going to sleep in a disabled toilet. Who's going to come in during the nighttime? There's hardly even anyone at the reception. Yeah. Shit, dude. You were sleeping at the Princeton Club? Yeah. I've hooped there before. Yeah. I got homies that hoop. Yeah, bro. So if it smells funny, now you know why. Yeah, shit, bro. <laughs> That's why. So you were just like... You know what? I'm going to find wherever. I, I mean, that's really smart, dude. I had to, bro. I, I refuse to I refuse to give up. I yeah. refuse until this day. Like How I long s- were you at the gym before um, you found something else? Honestly, like, what did you do for work? Right once away? again, so it's the universe. So I happened to be bench pressing. And yeah. I was bench pressing. I see these two. The fact that you still had, you were still like, you know what? I'm still going to work out. You know too. what I mean? Like, I'm like fighting for my life right literally. now. Literally. And I'm I'm, in my out. head, I'm like, I can hit my personal best right now. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, it, with all the stress. Like, yeah, no food. No, you know, like, nothing. Like, Fuck it, dude. I'm going to just, I'm still going to put yeah, a couple I'm gonna plates Yeah, I'm going to figure it out. Yeah. Shit, you know? <laughs> Shit, dude. Okay. So, so you're bench pressing. I'm bench pressing. There's these two Africans. And, you know, that's where I can tell the difference between who's a real African and who's an African-American. You know, mm. I start to tell the difference because I've never been exposed to an African-American before. Mm. Does that make sense? Yeah. So I only know Africans. I only know the real Africans. Yeah. So I see them and I'm like, oh, that's a safe place. You know, I've dealt with these people before. Yeah. I'm from North Africa. I, there's nothing worse that could happen. You know, the worst thing that could happen, yeah. they can give me Ebola. Yeah. You know what <laughs> I mean? <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, you, you know, it's just, and I was like, all right, guys, can you help me with, the, with the, my personal best? With the bench press, right? Yeah. And then he goes, oh, I noticed you have an accent. Where are you from? That's the whole where are you from thing starts. Yeah. From that. My joke, the where are you from joke, yeah. starts from that. Really? Because where are you from? And I go, oh, I'm from I'm from London. Yeah. And he goes, no, 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 where are you originally from? From Morocco. Oh, you're African. Oh, that's what's up, man. What are you saying? You good? Yeah. What yeah. are you doing out here? Oh, nothing, bro. I'm just out here for this, like, out of desperation. I really don't have anywhere to stay, anywhere to go. Yeah. He goes, you know what? Meet me outside the Princeton Club 9 p.m. Be ready by 9 p.m. I'm going to come pick you up. We're going out tonight. You're going to forget all about this. Shit. So here I meet this guy called Ahmed, right? Yeah. He comes, picks me up. He takes me to where? A drug dealer's house. Nice. <coughs> the shout trap. Out, shout out The Ahmed. trap. Yeah, we in the <laughs> you trap. You know, the Uber driver. Yeah, came in plug. And then that's where I met. You know, at the time, he was one of the top drug dealers, I would say, in okay. Madison. Nice. Like, he was... You're like, building I'm, a good network. Good, right away. Yeah. I was like, I'm, I belong in Cicero. That's how I knew. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Pitchberg, I'll check it. Yeah. But, yeah, so that's basically what happened. And, you know, I met... You know, I don't want to say his name, but I met him, and, and, and it, it was... We kind of, like, helped each other in a way. You know, scratch my back, scratch yours. Selling drugs. You know? Um, candy. <laughs> <laughs> I got you, I got you, I got you. 
you know yeah. what I'm saying? So I was helping where I could, and and um, uh, eventually Ahmed calls me. He's like, "Yo, Amen, you're not gonna believe this, bro, but I actually found your room." Mm. I'm like, "But found me a room. Let's go. Five hundred dollars yeah. a month, and it was in somewhere near like some prairie, like somewhere along those sides." Yeah. But the only downside it was far from everything, so I also needed a car. So the two thousand pounds that I had, I used a thousand two hundred to buy a car with it. Who does yeah. a Mercedes S320 from Mercedes? a guy? Mercedes S320 Shit. and a guy called Alfred. It's a 1999 blue Mercedes. Yeah, from an Iranian gay guy called Alfred. Yeah, that's it. Man, I fell in love with that guy. I was like, I'll take a gap year again if I have to. Yeah, fuck <laughs> it, bro. Yeah, bro. Uh, like he was so sweet. Like yeah. he was such a sweet, like old Iranian guy. Like how was how was the car? Man, the car smelled like straight up lube, bro. Yeah. <laughs> that makes a lot of sense. There we go. Dude, that's uh amazing. Like I was slipping and gliding all over that yeah. car. <laughs> never wear never wear a seatbelt. Never. Fuck it, dude. Shout out, shout, shout out, out to Alfred. Bro. Alfred man. Shout out Alfred, Thank you bro. for saving me. I met him off uh, Craigslist actually. Though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so okay, so you got the car, you get the place. Yeah. And we then get the place and um you know, he calls me again. He's like, Eamon, I actually know the guys that own the food trucks downtown in the, by the Capitol in Madison, by the yeah. UW student yeah, area. Yeah. So I go to meet him. He's like, oh, what can you do? Can you cook for me? I'm like, yeah, I can cook. I can do anything you want me to do. Yeah. Man, all right. I'm going to give right. I, I don't want to name the name of the restaurant, but I'm going to tell you guys right now. Be mindful of the Chinese food that you eat out in Madison. Okay. Yes, bro. Out of the food trucks or the food trucks, my brother. Yeah. Listen to this. I went down to the basement. He sent me once to go grab chicken. I found anything but chicken. No. Yeah. Dude. Bro, it was disgusting. Yeah. I'm not even gonna lie to you, bro. Like, like I would never do anyone dirty and name the restaurant. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would never do that. Anybody. I'm not trying to do that. But yeah, all yeah. I'm gonna say, I don't think it's right. I think. If there is any restaurant owner out there that's watching this, bro, like, you got to be mindful of what goes into people's food, man. Yeah, bro. Like, you can spit in my food if you want, but cockroaches? Oh, hell yeah, no. Yeah. Gee, come on, bro. That was disgusting. Yeah. So I would have to go down there, grab the chicken, go up there, you know, go to the truck, help him offload, unload, and then pretty much cook teriyaki chicken. Yeah. Now, here is the first time I've ever been finessed by a Chinese mandem. Yeah? What'd he do? He puts out the tip jar. I'm thinking the whole time I'm grinding, I'm seeing the tip jar get, he's getting full. I'm getting excited. I'm like, oh yeah, it's coming. Yeah, yeah I'm getting to making this money, bruv. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then at the end of the night, he gives me my money, which is an hourly rate. I don't remember how much it was. I think it was like 15 an hour. Okay. Right? Hourly rate. And then he takes the tip jar. Yeah. So I go full hibachi on this guy, bruv. Yeah. Yeah. And he's already taught you the ways. Yeah, now. he's so already he, taught me the ways. You fucked up in yeah, that regard. You fucked up. I'm yeah. like, bro, you're going to lose me. Yeah. You know? So I had to kind of just stretch it out with him. And then I came across, once again, another beautiful, another angel disguised as a human, bro. Like, her name was Pooh. And she owns a Thai restaurant on the east side of Madison. And I walked in there very desperate. I was like, Pooh, I need a job. Yeah. She found me the job. She got me the job. She got me to work there. She was like, Eamon, you're so good with my customers. You're so good. We love you. Yeah. Bro, imagine. Like, I'm so desperate. To have, I would do. To have somebody tell you that you're doing all right. Yeah. And also, like, just that sense of, like, that human nature comes in, right? Belonging. Yeah. You want to be part of a tribe. 
Yeah. You want to feel valued. You want to feel loved. Yeah. You know what I mean? You finally, you think you finally got that. And I finally find it in this beautiful restaurant. It's a beautiful local, still to this day. Still there. Still running. Yeah. Shout out that. Yeah. Shout out to Halong Bay. What what was your favorite thing they had to eat? We'll shout it out. Um, Favorite thing on the menu. If we were going to go tomorrow. What would, what would you be like, Darren? You gotta so try the, this. The, I said Halong Bay by mistake because Halong Bay is my favorite Thai restaurant in Madison. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't want to cheat on you lot, but it's a bit of a sticky situation. Now, yeah, yeah. Monsoon Siam yeah, yeah. is the name of the restaurant, and I do think they should add that pineapple fried rice from Halong Bay. Just <laughs> just put it on the menu. Let me come back, man. Come yeah. on, I miss you guys. Yeah, but you know what I mean. Like yeah. Monsoon Siam is the name of the restaurant, and honestly, like um, the tiger fish, it's the most famous thing I think out there. The masaman curry, mm. it's more with potatoes and peanut sauce. Oh, if okay. you're into that, um, then they have obviously tom ka tom um, tom yum. These are just coconut based soups. One is oh. spicy, one is regular. I would say. Shit. And uh, my favorite was the peanut chicken. Or teriyaki beef, I guess that's also really good. Yeah, and um, their tofu is amazing. And just, so you were out there, I was making in it. it. You was Man, cooking it uh, up. No, I was actually serving oh, at Monsoon Siam. Yeah, because I, I, she was like, I need you to use your good looks. Mm. She was like, you don't tell people that you have a girlfriend. Tell them you're single. Even yeah. I was like, I'm single. She's like, still, just tell them you're single again. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> They'll sure buy they it. Yeah. They'll buy it. So I was like, so that's when I kind of learned to use a little bit of my own, you know, uh, personal. Uh, how would you say it? Like, it's not finesse. It's charisma, but just charisma, you're, right? You're charismatic. Guy. I'm charismatic, and I'm like, whoa! You. you got you guys are getting tipped. Yeah. You guys are getting tipped. Oh. And you were and you you studied a little bit of hospitality. Yeah, already. So I had that, and I had so those had languages. That. Yeah, so of course, dude. You know, like yeah. I feel like serving. Even just talking to you now, I'm sure serving is is natural to you. Oh my god, I I, I enjoy it. I just love giving people a very good experience, and it's good money. It really For is. Who was in a t- if you were in a tough spot, dude, it's yeah. good money. It's quick money. If if you, especially if the place gets busy, like yeah, I agree. It really is. It's good money. But I, I'll be honest with you, I've never been someone that looks at money. I only look at money as a way for me to survive and yeah. pay my bills, bro. Like if I could do this, if I could do comedy, yeah, every single day of my life, I absolutely would. That is my ultimate dream. Yeah, is to be involved in all of this. You know yeah. what I mean? And and and. You know, be as of help as much as I can mm-hmm. when needed, because yeah. that's the thing that people need to understand about the comedy scene. We all have something to bring to the table. Yeah. You know, it's not about cutting someone out or bringing this one in. Yeah. It's all about, come on, just sit with me. Yeah. Let's eat together. Yeah. Bring that little bit of that Italianness. Yeah. Onto the table, you well, know, especially with funny, right? It's like, dude, if anyone has anything funny to add, we should have it, bro. It might not necessarily be your cup of tea, but it's someone else. But it's someone else's cup of tea. Yeah. Like I've had that happen a few times, and I I, I do want to get into this because, in the comedy world, it's very interesting. Like you hear a lot of feedback, yeah. and I am someone who seeks feedback. Yeah. I seek that. I seek failure as a mm-hmm. whole, because I know that if I'm planning on failing, I'm gonna grow. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, as it's tough. If you if you don't if you're somebody who shies away from it, then you're just you're never gonna hear the truth. Absolutely, or it's gonna take you much longer yeah. to find out the truth about things. So it definitely took me a while, you know, to find my voice yeah. in the comedy world, and I'm definitely gonna feed you into that as well. I'm not sure if you want to go there right now. The whole how I started into the comedy, how I got into comedy, but well, yeah, how do we go from you're you're now in Madison? Yeah, you're in Madison working at this restaurant. Mm-hmm. How do we get from there to? to comedy because now you got your own place there you got a, yes. you got a car you got the the gay mercedes yep how do, how do we how do we get from there to doing stand-up yeah it's uh it's a really good question so that's basically when 
I came in on a tourist visa, right? Because I didn't have the, the the requirements to kind of come and live here at the time. Yeah. So I came here on a student visa. And then... How long I, does that go for? That's honestly about six months. Yeah. So I was here for almost six months. I was about to run into that six-month period. Shit. And I was like, fuck, what do I do, man? What do I do? Get married. You know? So guess what I do? I get married. Hell yeah. Did you actually? I did. No fucking way. Did I you swear, really? I got married. Who did Who did you get married to? Did I you mean, get married to Alfred? I, I got... No. <laughs> no, but it's funny, but I got married, bro. Really? Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah. Are I mean, you? I'm not going to... I'm not going to talk about her or like... Yeah, yeah. You know, because she's no longer part of my... You know, was it a situation of like that was that played into that decision or was that like a, you guys actually had a thing going on? And well, I'll tell you what, my immigration status is still going on. Oh, so I am not going to comment too much on that. But all I'm going to say is it, let's just say it benefited. No, I mean, I'm not going to lie. It was a true relationship. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I really love this woman. Yeah, that, that was absolutely the case. And. And I've always been kind of like Cinderella in a way because anything that I see, I just kind of like blow into proportions. Does that make sense? Mm. So like I, I so. met her and yeah. everything about her I loved. Yeah. So all of a sudden I was like, oh my God, you must be the one. Yeah. There is no other way. But that's kind of like my ADHD, my past trauma as well, trying to find peace and onto someone. In, in, you're, you're in, putting in, your, you were like just, you were maybe... It it could have been a, a slew of other people, but it was just it happened to be her, and you were going to put all that on to all whoever of, it was. Indeed, yeah. That's the, it. Kind of so they were real fear. feelings, but it was maybe misplaced because yeah. you just you wanted something. I wanted, you wanted that. Something. I wanted something. I'm like this. Is, there is something that's going to come out of the situation, yeah. regardless. Mm -hmm. And it happened to be that. Yeah. So the day I get married, I think maybe like we go to the town home and stuff in Madison, and we do all of that and. Maybe like a week after that, yeah. I go to Montreal to visit one of my aunties. I have an auntie that lives out in Montreal, which I, I you know, I, I don't like the French, but I do like Montreal. Oh, okay. it's not fully French, you know what I mean? Okay. They still have that wee oui, wee, oui, but it's like wee oui, wee. Oui, mm, let's okay. go. <laughs> they're vibing a little bit more. Yeah, so they're a little bit more vibey, and they're very small. I feel like people from that Quebec area are just like, man, what's in the water, bro? I need to know. <laughs> they, got, they got clean water, bro. That's what they, they, they got. They got some that of that glacier yeah, ice. Yeah, that glacier ice. Ice bro. mountain. Yeah, ice <laughs> mountain, bro. They're they not drinking it out of a bottle either. I'll tell you that. Uh, yeah, yeah. They got it straight from the source. So you, you're going to visit her? Yeah, I go to visit her. And then I, the, oh, the whole purpose was to visit her was to pretty much um, extend my visa even more. Mm -hmm. Right? When I get yeah. back to the U.S. another six months. Yeah. I get back. Immigration officer goes, where are you going? I'm going back to the U.S. No, you're not. What? Yeah. Go sit over there. Takes my passport. Shit. I get pulled into an interview room with an immigration officer, right? And I'm crying my eyes out, bro. Yeah. At this point, what like, are, what's going through your head? What are you thinking? Bro, my mom just told me if you leave this house, don't ever come back. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like that's yeah. when that cultural background comes in and yeah. I hope you know, people that are listening to this can can take something from this. Like, do not let that cultural background drain you out. Yeah. You are you. Your parents are one thing and you are you. And that's just how I see it. Because it was a lot of pressure, man. Me feeling so embarrassed for the fact that I'm going to get deported now back to the United Kingdom. And I have nowhere to go but my parents' house. Yeah. And they don't want you there. And my mom said to me, if you leave, 
Yeah. I'm not gonna come back. Shit. So I'm crying to the guy. You know, there is um I don't know how these guys do it, man. Like but there was no like not a single drop of like sympathy or empathy or like I feel mm. sorry for this guy. He's so desperate. Let's do something for him. Yeah. Nothing, no empathy. Bro. Nothing. Yeah. Just cold, fam. Just absolutely cold. And I'm like, how could someone be this cold? I was like yelling at him. I was crying, bro. They got to have some autistic people doing that or something. Something. Maybe G. not autistic. But somebody, somebody that don't isn't in touch with like doesn't pick up on shit like that. Because there's no way if I'm in there, bro. Like, I would have just gave you my shit. You know I'd what I like, mean? Yo. Like same. I'd be like, take everything that I have. I'm so sorry, man. Like, I, I don't start know how people can you. be can be this this cold hearted, like, you know. And that that really bothers me, man. But you know, it was it, everything that happened happened for a reason. So, so what ended like, up happening? Did they? They took me back. They took you back to the yeah, UK. Took me back. Fly shit. back. They were like, you're gonna book the flight. You book your own flight back. We're taking you back to Canada. Fuck. They escorted me back to Canada. I go to the Canadian. I tell him what happened. He's like, oh, they do that a lot. The Canadian guy. Really? Yeah, he goes, yeah, Americans, they do that a lot. Yeah. Shit. Always sending people over to Canada, you know, because it was on Montreal, it was the French side. Yeah. And they have that French, you that, know. That like, a little bit of that superiority complex. Yeah. yeah. It's okay, my friend, just go, take your passport. You can go inside. Mm. You know, I take my passport, go inside. I call my auntie, she picks me up again. I'm like, yeah, I'm back again. She's like, oh, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we thought we got rid of you. Yeah. So that's when you realize you're starting to become a bit of a nuisance. Mm, that doesn't feel good. You know, it doesn't feel good. No. You know, and I know people say family, this, family, that. Bro, if your own family is your pockets, where's your money at? Mm. That's, that's the true reality because when shit hits the fan, people are going to look at you and be like, whoa, you're taking up space. Yeah. What are you doing? You know, what are, what you, are doing you doing? How yeah. are you contributing? Yeah. You know, so there's always that. So anyways, okay. And that's, a. I will say though, to... That it shouldn't always be that way. It and shouldn't. In a, in a healthy family, maybe. And not to say that yours isn't, but it sounds like maybe you have some trauma. Yes, absolutely. And I would say that I'm sure there are people that can relate to that, that maybe grew up in unhealthy family situations or dynamics, right? And yeah. it's like, yeah, when it gets like that, don't, don't fucking... Don't count yourself out just because yeah, that's the belong. way your family is. Because that's not how I'm sure if you had a family today, you wouldn't want to do that. You wouldn't no, want the same for them. No. You wouldn't be like, oh, I'm gonna look at you like what are you giving to me? Absolutely. Because you shouldn't do that with your kids, man. Or family in general. But yes, yeah, so I she agree. so so you feel that way. Yeah. And then you have to go back to the UK. I go back to London and I'm back exactly where it all started, man. Damn. Did you go back to your parents and say, like, hey, I did. I went back. Did they I had to accept know, I, your they apology? They accepted me. Yeah, they accepted me. They came in. My mom didn't talk to me for a while, you know, because she's always Miss Right and she always wants to be right. And I was like, okay, fine, you're right. Yeah. But I'll tell you what, I'm going to suck up all of this pain. I'm going to wait a whole year and get exactly what I need and I'm going to go. And I promise you, you go, you're not going to feel good when I leave again. So that's why the second time when my green card took a whole year, bro, mm. I'm talking about December to December. Yeah. I had to go into the new embassy in London, do interview, fingerprints. Yeah. Like, bro, wow. vaccinations. It wasn't it wasn't even COVID at the time. I was just behind on two vaccinations. I had to get those done. Yeah. My doctor had that's what I'm saying. Also be very careful what you disclose to your medical provider because everything is recorded. And these things will become obstacles when you want to leave the country. Mm. I had some minor mental health issues 
depression, anxiety, right? And they were the, trying to make you jump through hoops, listen, extra hoops? Bro, listen to this. He, the doctor, happened to write down something about suicide or suicidal. And the doctor of the embassy that analyzes all the paperwork saw that. And he goes, I'm sorry, you're going to have to go back to your doctor. And you're going to have to get him to explain to us what this is all about. Shit. So I'm like, man, if there's, if it's not one thing, it's the other. Yeah. It's just that everything is coming at me, bro. Like, I'm yeah. like, what do I do? I'm trying. I keep getting pushed back. Yeah. So you get you get this from him? So I imagine you're. I go back to the doctor. My only obstacle was the was the gatekeeper, right? It was a lady that worked at reception. Wonderful Caribbean lady, Jamaican lady. Oh my god, I love her. With uh, she's such a sweetheart of a lady, right? But all this, you know, in order for you to buy sweets, what do you take? What do you need? Money, mm -hmm. right? So, so she was. I said, you know what? I'm trapping all night. I'm working all night, right? I'm gonna get done with work. I get that red fifty. I want a red fifty pound note, yeah, the big one. And I'm gonna go and give it to her. And I'm gonna be like, you need to help me out with this, bro. I literally went up to give her fifty pounds. Ten minutes later, she came out with my stuff all taken care of. Went back to the embassy, all done. Damn, bro. It's the power of money again. Power right of there. money. Yeah. That's what it taught me again. I was like, all right, amen. You, I don't like to be that guy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't want to be that guy. I don't want to have yeah. to use money. Why can I not use my charisma? Why can I not be kind and respectful yeah. to you and? Well, why not if, a favor? Why not if they can't, they see you're in need and it's something, it's part of their job, yeah. you know, to go explain this or whatever. Why not just do it? But it sucks. It has to come to that. But so you get, you get through that. Yep. You, and after a it. year. Yep. We get the green here. card. That's it. We get the green card, man. We get the apartment. Wow. We come here. What's the weirdest shit that people don't, don't think of or maybe don't consider about getting a green card? Like what's some like weird things that they would have you do? Like looking back and like, that's kind of funny that they have us do that. Man, the wait times are absolutely insane. I mm. My first green card expired, and I am still waiting on my second one. And I'm about to be five years in December, yeah. which means I can apply for my citizenship in December. Yeah. Does that make sense? So how is it that I don't have my second green card because it's so backlogged because of COVID? Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, they probably... Right? Everything is backlogged. They, yeah, they do that bull. Anything with right? the government right now, they it's do that bullshit. It's super backlogged. It, yeah. But meanwhile, you have people coming from all over South America, jumping over the borders and getting in. Mm -hmm. Right? There is all these like things that are put in place to help them find jobs, find help, find do all of that. Yeah. And I'm like, my brother, I paid lawyer fees to get here, you know, and I'm mm. still waiting for my green card. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that's why sometimes that kind of rubs me off a little bit different. I'm like, well, if you're a Democrat, <laughs> hey. Yeah. You know, and I, you know, I used to call myself once upon a time. I like to call myself once upon a Democrat, but it's like, bro, how could you? Mm. Not, no one is right. Yeah. If you want to just quickly address that political yeah, so you're saying, scheme, you're saying, yeah, yeah, I agree with that. I don't Come think on, either bro. party. Yeah. Come on, I just think I, I, if anybody's gonna bring in politics, please don't fight over it because everyone's wrong. Yeah. I'm gonna just say it right now. It's better off you forget about it because, you know, I'll share this with everyone else with the, within the comedy, my comedy journey. You tend to learn that there is a few things you don't want to bring up on stage. And one of them is politics. Yeah. Huge divide. Yeah. I know other people play it really well, but for me, yeah, I'm some, not going to run the risk. Yeah. Yeah. Some people, I feel like they do it. They do it long enough where like they kind of get an audience that's that is on maybe one side, maybe more on one side or the other. Yeah. So then they can get away the, with it I a see, little bit more. I see what you mean. Right. Yeah. yeah like they kind of 
they divide the audience early and then the next time they're touring like everybody knows what to expect i o see only those people come out for them but yeah that makes sense you kind of yeah. tailor to like a specific audience but, but yeah but yeah yeah that's so it's tough and so yeah, you're man. you're going through all that shit, man and then what? i come here the american dream i mm. did it i got the stamp yeah everything happened i said i got my green card i sit i'm ready bro and now you're doing comedy i'm ready no hold on <laughs> didn't start it didn't start right away no no i came in I was working for two years where in HR. I was okay. working in human resources. I was running people's background checks. Yeah. Yeah. So now imagine this. I come from the hood in London yeah. where nobody would even consider me for an application. Yeah. And now I'm in Madison and people are like, do you need to be sponsored? I'm like, no, I have my own stuff. They're like, okay, come work for us. Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah. Human resources. Worked human resources for a few different companies. Um, you know a lot of different languages they're used in translating as well um no because in wisconsin uh, nobody speaks anything more than spanish to be honest That's we fair. talked about that yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> like yeah. it's a joke that i'm currently working on it's like you know why you know does anybody else speak any other language and please don't let it be spanish because that's just too basic mm. you know what i mean yeah like i'm from a place in london where people speak like five four three languages two languages that's basic, bro. That's nothing. Like you Polish mandem. I'm used to Polish mandem going, yo, what's up, Emuisen? Done. Just spitting game. Yeah. In the middle of the conversation. Shit, dude. I love that. Because yeah. I pick up something from that. Yeah, yeah. You know, and then the Brazilians have their own style, then you have the Spanish people, then you have a, you know, it's mm. it's it's amazing. It really is amazing. And then I come here and it's like, Oh, where are you from? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh man, that's when the circus starts. Yeah. Yeah. So I come here, HR, I get exposed to this, like, almost like hillbilly culture. Yeah. Yeah. Right. When people are like, all right, what do you think of us, Amen? Like, when you see us Americans, like, what do you think? Have you ever watched the swamp people? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, bro. My brother. That's, that's, that is rural Wisconsin, baby. That right. is, that's what it is. And you know what's crazy? I fucking love the mud. Yeah. Get me in there. Yeah. I loved it. Shit. I started, bro. People, I didn't know how much people appreciated and loved English accents. Yeah. Until I came to Madison. I was like, so uh, everyone is chipping in drinks, weed, um, anything you can possibly imagine. Everyone is contributing. Yeah. Right? And I'm like, all right, my brother, what do you want me to bring? He's like, no, nah, you just need to be present. <laughs> they just want, they just want to hear you speak. Yeah, bro. Jesus, They're like, bro. Amen, we just need to have you on dial. When you're ready, we will tell you go, go. All right, Holy cool, bro. Shit. Deal, bro. Yeah. So they would take me around like I was like a, some sort of like a... Like a show pony, Like a bro. show pony, bro. They're Everyone, like, let's show him off. Yeah, we go to the UW. We go to like all these like... um wandos and you know all these different like uh, clubs and bars out there yeah and they're like you're not gonna believe what we have look at this <laughs> and then you look at this and i go hey what's happening brother you right <laughs> he goes oh fuck he is english yeah. oh Dude. let's go yeah. shots 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 yeah and that's when i got introduced to fireball right? yeah. <laughs> that's, Shit, bro. that's like, when that's when you became pitbull that's oh man they've got me blacking out bro blacking yeah. they're like oh you guys drink in england you guys drink in england yeah. You drank, huh? Okay, come, come, take a seat here. Yeah. Boom. $2.50, Jack Daniels, uh, the nitty gritty, brother. You're done. Yeah. Cooked. Shit, dude. Yeah, Madison, they'd be drinking a lot of Madison, yeah. bro. So, One of the biggest party schools in the in the world, in, I think. Yeah, but uh, definitely in the country. Wow. And honestly, it's very interesting how it also colorates to my HR side because I try to tackle a lot of those issues, mm -hmm. alcohol related issues, because you'd be surprised how many people are impacted 
you know, it kind of how how many people get, um, for example, abuse alcohol and tend to have that poison ultimately impact your performance at work. Oh yeah, Does it's that not surprising because yeah, we are the drunkest state. So you know, five of the drunkest cities I believe are in Wisconsin. I think out of the fifty drunkest, I think like forty-six of them Jesus counties are in, in Wisconsin. Wisconsin. And I mean, that was very interesting to me because I was also raised in a place where public transportation is available. It's around. There is so many ways for you to not risk a DUI. Yeah, not here, bro. It's a stamp. It's almost you a right of I mean? passage to have a DUI here, bro. Yeah, like, it's like if I, you don't have a right, if you don't have a DUI and you live in Wisconsin, like, people are looking at you like, like I don't, I'm, I don't drink, so yeah. like, and I get, I get looks, yeah, I get weird looks. It's, I don't know, it's very interesting, but you know, I'll tell you what, I, I, I was like, you know what, who am I to change anyone? Yeah, who am I to judge anyone? Yeah. You know, I'm saying I just want to be with the, around these people, and they loved me, bro. Yeah, like Wisconsin people, and I can't emphasize this enough, are some of the best people I've ever come across, some of the best people I've ever met. Yeah. Nicest, sweetest. What do you need? How can we help you? Yeah. There are so many resources. There is so much help out there. Like, I am someone, when I first came to the United States, I had to take those first two years to find myself and heal myself. Because mm -hmm. I just had so much trauma, bro. I was so broken. Yeah. Well, that's why I didn't go into comedy right away. Because I couldn't go into comedy. Yeah. How could you go into something that you're not really into bro like because yeah. that's gonna take a lot of effort a lot of you're gonna have to put a lot of work into that and if yeah. you, right now you need to put that work into yourself yeah. you know for those two years so i'm there and i'm like man i am absolutely broken you know yeah. i would lie to you if i told you i i didn't have i had two girlfriends at the time that helped me like get through like my roommate lauren and my girlfriend at the time helped me get through like one of the hardest like toughest periods of my life yeah and this lady understood. She's like, she's telling me, she's like, oh my God, I can only imagine what you went through. I can only imagine what you feel like. Bro, I'll be breaking down, crying. I'll be having like, um, uh, like panic, panic attack. attacks yeah. in the mall. Yeah. I had a panic attack. Like as I pulled into the house, like I just put the car in park and I just started tweaking out, bro. Really? Oh, that's what were you I was, tweaking out about? No, I was just like, like, um, it would just like take over me. Yeah. And I just kind of, I collapse. I kind of, I kind of go down and I start shaking and stuff and crying. Shit, dude. Yeah, I have a seizure almost. Almost, like a seizure. Yeah. Right? And I'm a big guy. She couldn't even, like, hold me up and stuff. But that's when I knew something was wrong. Like, something wasn't right. You know? And then, and then you know, once again, being in the cultural background that I come from, we don't believe in mental health, bro. Yeah. You got a problem? Go for a run. Mm. You got a problem, bro? That's because you're thinking too much. Go do something. Yeah. Especially if you're from a... Like you were saying before, like, you're from, like, a the hood, dude. That's... Well, you got like, you better chin up. That's what you hear. Yeah. Chin up. Chin up. Let's go. Yeah. We don't got time for that. You can't stop. And that that was very ironic with the whole Top Boy ending of the new season. Because he goes, you know, Deshane turns out to Sully and he goes, Oh, you were right. There's bodies in this game. Bodies yeah. are going down in this game. Yeah. And it's true. If you think you're gonna make it out, it's a lie. My bro, I'm sorry. It's a lie. What am I going to be trapping in the corner? Risking getting stabbed on the, in the neck or getting arrested? Yeah, you're not going to make it. You're never going to. You're not going to be able to exit any type of negative situation by partaking in yeah, said negative situation. Like if you're like, I'm going to make it out the trap by trapping. By trapping. It's How many like, people do you know that it, did that? It's like, yeah, it's like every. Where where are those examples? No, they, they got. Maybe they something else in their life happened, and then they were like, "Oh shit, I'm out of the trap now." Yeah, they're never like, "Oh, I did it from trapping." 
Yeah. Because you're always, I've had friends that have dealt drugs and, and smaller levels, bigger levels, whatever. And it's like the lifestyle that you live, the anxiety that you carry doing that, even when you're doing it at a high level where you're successful in drug dealing or whatever that is. Yeah. You just, you're, you're never, that money is always borrowed, man. You're always looking over your shoulder. You always have these things going on. There's always a chance it could all go away tomorrow. I agree. And it's like, so it's like you're saying, there's no way to, there's no full way to escape it without getting like, you have to step out of it first. You can't, you can't be like, Oh, I'm going to get out of it by playing the game. Yeah, I agree a thousand percent. And I feel like that's when my father figure came in because my dad taught me from a very young age. He was like, you got to work hard for your money. Yeah. I've spent, look at my hands. He would always show me like, look at my hands. Look at my hands. You see my hands? Mm. My hands, my, my, my dad's hands are all messed up because of the cement and he doesn't have a finger. Like, yeah. he's like, look, 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 look at my hands. I work hard for the money. I need you to do the same. If yeah. I ever find out that you're cheating, I'm going to be really mad and upset and I'm just going to pretty much disown you. That's really how Arabs move, bro. Like Arabs are so extreme with everything. Yeah. You know, <laughs> yeah. I'm sure you know, but they're like, I'm going to take out your last name. Have you ever been threatened? That's by wild. your parent that they will take your last name, G. Yeah, my, I had a teacher that used to have used to have a joke <laughs> about like you know taking your birthday away. Like, yeah, that's wild, bro. bro I used name. to get threatened. I'd be like, you're gonna be walking around with no last name. I'm gonna be walking around the hood with no last name. That's wild, bro. And after a while, you're like, you know what? Fuck it, I'll just adopt one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you just pick one. <laughs> yeah, shit, dude. Yeah, man. But then. You know, COVID happened and stuff, which is, I think, a really great time for me to take medicine and, like, get diagnosed, got diagnosed with depression, anxiety. And my therapist, big shout out to Eric for helping me out and getting me to where I am right now. And us talking through these therapy sessions, we went back and found what was my ultimate source of happiness, the theater. We were able mm -hmm. to find that. What metaphor did I use? He's like, Eamon, how do you feel? I was like, well, I feel like kind of like a horse stuck inside of a barn. Mm. Like I could get out and gallop right now, but I'm stuck. I still need to find out what my jam is. Yeah. Then it was like a June. It was around my birthday. Who comes into town? Mo Amma and Cypher Sounds. Mo Amir, to be precise, with the American Twingo. Mm. From Houston, Texas, up and coming comedian releases two specials on Netflix. Yeah. bangs out he's on the new he's on the new Dwayne Johnson movie The Black Adam oh okay. he was on that like oh, oh my god just legend and what happens we get to the comedy club we get tickets right yeah and we go to the comedy club in Madison I've never been to a comedy show in my whole entire life yeah and you comedy on stage comedy on stage is my where first I show too yeah. <gasps> bro tell me why as I'm walking down the stairs I'm feeling something yeah Something is shivering up my back. And bear in mind, this is during this time, it was like, um, it was the Ramadan period. It was the time where Muslim people fast, mm. you know, for the whole 30 days or 31 days, depending on the month. Yeah. They would fast during the whole period from sunrise to sunset. You're not allowed to drink or uh, drink water or anything or eat mm. from sunrise to sunset. Then you break fast. Right. So I knew Mo was Muslim. So guess what I did? I knew he was Palestinian and stuff. I went to get him one of the dates. A few dates yeah. from his country and stuff. Yeah. I went looking for them in some prairie and yeah. I wrote him a letter. Right? Yeah. I didn't even know this was all gonna happen. I get there, there's the lady, the manager of the comedy on state. Yeah. And she's like, Oh hi guys, welcome. Your tickets, here's my tickets. She's like, We have two seats left at the front. Would you like to have those? Two seats left, bro. And we're ten minutes almost like 
nine, no, I lied, like two, three minutes late to the show. Like it was just about to kick off. Yeah, yeah. Two seats left, front row, front left. Yeah. I am so close to the stage, bro. It yeah, it's a it's a it's a nice space in there. You're oh, right up on the stage. Oh my god, I, I I honestly, I'm a I love that club with a passion, and they know that. And I, sometimes I feel like I, I I love it too much. You know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. it's just I can't I can't stay away from that place. But that place is freaking amazing. It's awesome. Yeah. But unfortunately, it's one of those cases where you sometimes you just gotta leave, you know, in order for people to kind of appreciate you a little bit more. Yeah. Well, that's kind of was the case with me with Madison. It was like. All right, we've, I've done my time here. Yeah, I need to appreciate you, and I need to appreciate you, and you need to appreciate me. Yeah. So I'm gonna go away for a little while, work yeah. on my craft, and come back, and then yeah. come back. But That's so you, you go to the show, and did he get the dates? So I sit down front row, right, right away. He sees me. He goes, "Where are you from?" I'm like, "North Africa." The the friend that went with me, she was from South Africa. Mm-hmm. So he goes, "Where are you from?" South Africa. He goes, "Where did you guys meet at the airport?" Yeah. <laughs> Boom. Show started. Yeah. I tell him my season. Like, well, how did you get here? I said, I, I took a random flight to Chicago, Mo. He yeah. goes, What? Don't as an Arab, don't ever say that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, yeah. start roasting me. Yeah. And then I meet Cypher Sounds. Yeah. Right. So here's into this. I give him the dates and the letter to Mo. And he's like, bro, what the fuck? You want me to marry your sister or something? Mm, yeah. Like, why are you giving <laughs> me this shit, bro? Yeah. He's like, Oh, thank you, thank you, thank you very much. And then at the end of the show, we had a great time because we kind of helped in a way with the with the rebuttals. Yeah. Does that make sense? So he could always come back to us and yeah. find something in us and go back in case he, things got a little bit yeah. tense. And that night just happened to be the best show out of all the shows that he, he had over there because I did go to the, the one the next day. And yeah. Oh, my God. So the show comes to an end. We're about to grab our coats and leave. Yeah. And I see the lady at the bar looking at us and Cypher Sound is like, yeah, those two. He's doing this. <clears throat> and I'm like, Bronte, it's happening. This is my calling right now. I feel it. It's here. I, bro, my energy is like, I can't even understand. It's like Goku Super Saiyan level three, bruv. Like, yeah. full on just hair growing on my back, everything, bruv. Like, yeah. Like, I was ready. Like, one Hadouken, the place is done. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, yeah, man. So he pulls me out to the back of the bar. Like, I go to the back. And Cypher sounds and Mo, I'm a, I'm like, yo, what's happening, Mo? How you doing, brother? I'm so geeked yeah. to be here, bro. What's happening, bro? You good, yeah? He's like, yeah, I'm good, man. He's like, I'm good. Thank you for coming to my show. I'm like, yeah. I'm like, bro, thank you for, like, introducing me to this. Yeah. I didn't even know this was a thing. This is like the least hostile. Like I've, it's like there was no hostility, in the whole club. Yeah. And I've never experienced that. Mm. I've never been somewhere where you can just be and not have to look at someone or like look behind your back or kind of yeah. be like <gasps> that's what's beautiful about comedy clubs dude because you go in it's oh. just like you're there to fucking let loose and just like it was a breath of fresh air yeah that's for sure so what happened was that we went back to the bar he obviously we weren't drinking at the time and you know it was just me and Cypher talking and stuff we exchanged contacts he follows me and that then I go and I told Mo, I'm like, yo, Mo, you want some weed? And this becomes my ultimate tool to get to every single comedian to this day. Mo Amma, Brian Moses, I can name you so many comedians that I've met. Yeah. Simply by going past them and go, yo, you want to smoke some weed? Shit. That's my technique. I'm putting it out there because I don't care. Free game, bro. Free game. Yeah. It's too Damn. easy. Yeah. Too easy. And it working. Bruh. Every time. Wow. 
shit, bro, I got to start smoking weed, I guess. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I have always the finest of stuff ready. I w- Can I show you? Actually, I have stuff in my bag. Can I show you? Show me, yeah. So this is the famous bag. It's a Lululemon bag. No yeah, surprise. Lululemon yeah. <laughs> bag. That's a nice bag. Yeah, it's a Lululemon bag, and um, I'm a big fanatic for anything Lululemon, to be honest. Yeah? Yeah, I love Lululemon with a passion. I know you pay a lot for the money, but I'll tell you what. If you tell them you're a veteran or you tell them that you own a yoga studio, you get 25% off. Here's another freebie. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So this was it right here. So you keep the good stuff on I keep you. the good stuff on me all the time. So these are my essential materials. I don't know if anybody can see. Yeah, you but can hear full lift it Yeah, up. I'll lift it up. But yeah, there you yeah go. this is where the medicine goes. And obviously, you know, this is my favorite papers. Shout out to CBD Paradise. My best friend Johnny owns that up in Madison. Okay. So if you guys ever need any smoke, anything to do with edibles or anything like that. And by yeah. the way, we should talk about that because they'll be more than happy to be on your show. Like yeah. kind of sponsor your show in a way. Yeah. Their, 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 business, cool. their business is doing so well, bro. Shit, bro. Like, yeah, we should. I'm, I'm so happy for them after. and they're doing really good and I'm sure they would love another uh, outlet for like marketing, but you know. Yeah. Yeah, we'll get, we get to we, that. We'll get to that, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, I mean, so Cypher Sounds, you know, he follows me back on Instagram and then we go up and uh, as I was coming back, that's the first time me meeting Amos. I don't know if you know Amos. He's the Amos. security of the club. Of the oh. comedy club. Oh, okay. He would be someone interesting to have on the, on the podcast, actually. Interesting. And he works yeah. comedy. He, he works, works at the comedy on stage. He's the one and only security. He's a bold, white ginger guy. Okay. Don't I ask me. Saw, don't ask him. me how I find out that he was ginger. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 But yeah. he was just, oh my God. So at the beginning, he didn't obviously know me. Yeah. Right? He's like, who's the stranger? So I'm coming back. At the time, I didn't know that his name was Cypher. Mm-hmm. So I called him Chipper. Because I'm from London And I'm going to make my own lingo out of it You know what I mean Yeah, yeah. So he goes He goes Who are you here to see I said I'm here to see Chipper He's, He's like, like what, what the fuck He's Chipper bro. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, on, like, bro. I'm like Yo Amos I'm, Trust me Like, I promise I'm not here Just ask him He's like Nah I'm not letting you in Shit. I'm like Damn bro I just fucked it up I was just in there with them yeah. And now I've left for like To go get the weed And come back And now I've lost them I've lost my opportunity Yeah Probably panicking But then he Yeah bit. I was panicking He saw me I was yeah. panicking And he goes up to him He's like is he with is, is he with you guys Yeah And he goes yeah And then he lets me in I'm like fuck yeah I'm like what Do do one Do yeah. one right yeah. And then we ended up becoming We're actually really good friends right now Yeah But, uh, but me going inside And then like him not wanting to let me in I was like alright well You know what to do now Jog on <laughs> Yeah Shit dude. Yeah So we went upstairs to the green room yeah and um yeah we actually rolled up we had a, a rolling competition me and mo ammo in the green room in madison bro shit bro. cypher sounds doesn't smoke weed doesn't drink so he already left i believe he left he went to his hotel room but yeah it was just me and cypher and uh, me and mo ammo up in the room yeah and then guess what he connects to the speaker right and i have been listening to this song for like the last prior six months leading up to this moment like it's one of my favorite songs, bro. Song. And it's it's the Docker of Bay. I don't know if you've heard uh, sitting in the morning sun. I've been sitting in the I feel like I've heard this song. You definitely heard it. Like I'm gonna can I look it up? Yeah, for yeah, you? yeah, play play a snippet of it. Man, what a beautiful song, bro. The melody's um, familiar. We'll see if I recognize it. Yeah. We'll play it for everyone here. feel like oh yeah this has been on like movies and shit bro yeah hell yeah you should turn it off so we don't get copyright claims but yeah so yeah 
Shit, dude. So that song comes on this week. He connects to it. He connects to it. That's, That's the first omen, song bro. he plays. That's a good omen. Damn. It's a sign. That's it, bro. When when that when I when I heard that when I heard that song happen, like yeah. when I heard that song come up, bro. Yeah. I'm not gonna lie. Like, it was like, like hands down the best moment of my life. I think. That was the moment you probably realized yeah. you're gonna do comedy. Yeah. Imagine. Dude, that have you ever read The Alchemist? No. You should, dude. Yeah, you would. I, I, I think you would enjoy down. the fuck out of that book. Um, based off this conversation. Um, yeah, that's phenomenal, dude. Yeah, it changed my whole life and. Uh, um, yeah, he follows me. He gives me his phone number. Yeah, he has a lot going on. Yeah, because he's just brushing it. He got his own series. He's got his own series on yeah. Netflix called Shit. Mo. Really? And it was on the fifty best series by the time New York Best Times. Mm. You know, like he's doing. He's doing unbelievable numbers. Yeah, I'm nowhere near that. Yeah, but I have one person, and that person is Cipher Sounds, which I would also li- love to. Give so much credit to man. So if you don't know who Cipher Sounds is, mm. Cipher Sounds is, is the the one the one DJ that you see in the Rihanna video, on the remix. Really, it's the number one DJ that you see. The first guy you see in that video is him. Okay, he is the number one DJ in the whole of New York, bro. He was a ninety-seven point five jam and all of those like yeah. New York stations. He's just taking over another station right now. Like he's the best, bro. Like I've never seen anybody do what cypher does because he uses music and comedy mm. oh my god fam i'm like bro this guy's too smart yeah it's that's kinda, wild yeah dude. you got to meet him dude yeah bro and he would do like he'll play like a you know arab people music yeah and he'll be like oh you guys like that you guys like that and it'll be like he'll play white people music and be like oh you guys like that you guys like that and he's just kind of like a great way to warm up the crowd yeah and he's a great, I mean, at the time he was opening for Mo, but now he's doing his own thing. Yeah. Wow, dude. That's you know? special. And That's he just, uh, he was a DJ for the uh, Dave Chappelle at his, oh, wow. uh, at his shows and, you know, Bill Burr. I yeah. can, I can, I can keep, yeah. He, I love Cypher, man. I love that guy with a passion. Like he really did change my life. And, and what happened right after that night, I started going to open mics. Yeah. Went into the first ever open mics, which was at the Rigby. I remember okay. And that's when I met Matt Jordan That was the first ever time Meeting I actually see Matt And I, I kind of knew He was a big deal By the way He was just like Rolling his eyes And kind of like He would hear people's jokes On stage And just be like, oh, like oh, We've heard this one before And then yeah. like You know And then I go up there And I did a set about water Funny enough That was my first set It was like You know Coming up from the UK My biggest struggle is Getting my arm out And waving Hi can I get a glass of water Yeah like, Kind of like A little jokey jokey And and it was kind of interesting because I, I it was I kind of felt like I wasn't accepted. Yeah. It, I didn't feel the same, mm. the same feeling that I felt at the comedy club. Yeah. You know, it felt like these guys were like, "Oh, who is this guy?" Yeah. Who is this guy? It'd be what like do you that want? at open mic sometimes. Yeah. I'm like, "What do you?" So they're like looking at me like, "Who is? What do you guys you want?" I'm like, "All right, cool." So I do my thing and I leave. And then I remember it was the Rigby on a Thursday, and then the next Wednesday came. They told me to sign up for the comedy on club, comedy on stage. I sign up. Much better experience. Wow. Yeah. I just had to get on stage and say, what's going on, everybody? <laughs> <laughs> That's fucking Townie, bro. Those Madison kids. Bro, I'm telling you. Like, when I tell you, like, that's when I came up with my first ever joke, my Uber joke. Yeah. I've been using a lot of dating apps. My favorite dating app is Uber. Yeah. You know, and it was, it was just, I mean, the rest was history, man. Yeah. 
I had the chance to sit down with um and go out a few times and drink with Alec. He's the producer. Uh, oh, he's okay. the guy that runs the whole comedy on stage pretty much and yeah you know very early on I, I was just so eager for feedback yeah so eager and it was good yeah it was good feedback because i was going almost like the wrong way because i'll be talking about things and almost come out either come across as too confident or sexist yeah you know what i mean like and that's when i learned that hold on a second what's what's my message here yeah who am i tailoring this comedy to you know mm. what i mean yeah. So I want people to just look at my style of comedy and go, oh, wow. Like, not only can the outsider um, find themselves in the joke, but yeah. it's also the insider. Yeah. The person that we're making a joke about. Yeah. That makes sense. So Yeah, I get it. Because that's the thing in comedy. You are writing a fine line always, right? Where it's yeah. like you might have a joke that, like, some people, if you're, again, the joke itself could be really funny, but depending yeah. on the delivery or the cadence or adding extra things or not having extra things, it could be taken then as sexist or it could be taken as race or whatever it is. So that's the difficulty of, of comedy. Man. Yeah, absolutely. But I do also think that people should take other people's opinions into account. Of course, yeah. You know, I and think that probably helped you to sculpt whatever it jokes did. to be much better. Oh my God, it absolutely did. When I sat down and started looking at my jokes again, I was like, wait, hold on a second. This does sound a little bit, it doesn't sound too good. Yeah. You know, and uh, I didn't want to make anybody uncomfortable. Yeah, you know, exactly. absolutely. That's the last thing I wanted to do. So that's when I did a roast battle. I remember I did a roast battle against John, um, uh, the John Barons. The he's the brother of Charlie Barons. Okay, yeah. I did the first roast battle ever, and I won. Oh wow! So, thanks to Rich Damore, he was my vital vote. He's the one that actually voted, and I was like, I won it. And that, um, honestly, like even though it wasn't worth shit, yeah, it gave me the absolute boost I needed to keep going because yeah. I was like. The point Alec was trying to make to me is that in this industry, you have to be looking at a five-year commitment. Yeah. If you're not going to put least. in that five-year commitment, don't even bother, Eamon, because I see you're too excited. Because mm. that's the other thing. Like, I get on there, and it's like, once again, the horse is galloping, bro. Mm. It's not stuck in a stable anymore. Yeah. Being, a, like you said, a pony, like you said earlier, yeah. like a, a show-off pony. Yeah. I'm galloping now, bro. I'm doing my own thing. Yeah. So you get, yeah, you get a little I over, get, overzealous maybe. Oh, yes. Like you're jacked up. You're Definitely. like, this is it. Yeah. And so he's just telling you like, and it is with comedy. It's, it's dude, it's a long game. It's the same thing with, um, even I will say now where, where it's beautiful. I mean, it's still a long game cause you have to get good enough for this, but like now it's, it's comedy and music are having this very similar thing where mm -hmm. because of the internet and short form shit, it's being democratized a little bit more where it's like, you know, let's say you didn't get along with a certain club or there was people that just were like, ah, oh, we're not going to put Amen on these fucking shows yeah. or whatever, yeah. which happens in every industry. Oh, absolutely. With musicians, yeah. it happens with comedians, with theaters, everything, right? Like that shit, there used to be so many more gatekeepers. And now, I mean, you look at a guy like, like Matt Reif, who has been working for a long time, but he now he catches some clips, then he catches another clip and then another clip and yeah. another clip. And it's like, a big spiral effect same thing with like troy bond these guys that are these younger dudes that are like catching a break because they they worked on the craft for however many years but then it's just it takes that one really good joke and now people are coming to your shows and i'm a true believer in that man everything you said like amen to everything you said because i'm i don't believe in luck i don't people tell us me what they say believe in luck i don't believe in luck i believe in preparation meets opportunity that's the definition of luck to yeah. me yeah you know if i prepare hard enough I might just be ready. Yeah. You know, it's like a boxing game. It's like a boxing match. You're going to have to train six to 12 weeks out. 
no sex. Yeah. You know, you're going to have to abstain, discipline yourself. Yeah. Until and you're just ready. to get a chance. That's the thing. Just don't even secure it. You're so, you're so just right. For a, you're just hoping for an opening, but you yeah. got to be ready for the opening. I just uh, I just went over the weekend. I went to Janesville uh, Comedy Cabin. Yeah, uh, that's a newer spot, right? Yeah, a few man. Years, They're doing right? so well. They just got, they had the Ahmad guy yeah. from the Comedy Mothership. Really? Like, bro, I was cramping up I the whole time. I in Janesville. Oh, you said, yeah. oh, I played um, bas- college basketball. Though. I make so many jokes about James. Yeah, I, I saw some of them. I was like, dude, I love that world country. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, dude, I fucking live there, bro. That's that's uh, hilarious. Yeah, dude. I love it. Yeah, yeah, they're doing good, man. That's it's it's um I don't know, it's cool, man. It's very and um yeah, I asked him. I asked his open. I was like CJ. I was like, um, how is it looking over there? Give me some intel. Mm-hmm. He's like, bro, everybody's throwing themselves at that fucking club. Really. We have two local comedians who work there who I don't necessarily want to mention, but yeah. they, they work at the club. Because yeah. I feel like if I mention them, people are just going to start blowing them up. But yeah. they work at the club from Mothership, and they've been in our scene for the last five to ten years. Mm. Wow. And they deserve that spot. They're doing well for them, and they kind of were able to get in. Yeah. You got your shot, you got in. Now there's a sea of comedians following them. Yeah. You get what I mean? Yeah. Bro, it's time to look elsewhere. Yeah. What's the next place? Right, mm-hmm. Austin looks like it's a bit busy right now. Yeah. So I look. I was thinking I was like Chicago. Yeah. And I was when Chicago came in. I was like, I'm gonna move to Chicago. I'm ready. Yeah. Let them eat me. Sharks? Are you kidding me? Chicago comedians, bro. Absolute sharks. Yeah. Like killers. Like I mean, I used to make like 20 second punchlines, 15 seconds punchlines. Now I find myself going one minute, two minutes, yeah. before I find one minute before I even find a good punchline, yeah. because I want to. Hmm. You know yeah. what I mean? I'm not desperate to find a punchline right away. I'm going to take my time and see what's funny. What comes up, comes up. What doesn't? Yeah. That's cool, man. It's a journey, bro. It and really you're gonna is. Keep, you're going to keep chipping away, bro. I yeah. can tell you from this conversation, you're going to keep working at it. Thank you, bro. Um, I appreciate it. So we are, we're at, we're just over two hours, mm-hmm. man. We're going to have oh, to wow. do, we're going to have to do another Dang. podcast. Episode two. Hey, yeah, we're going to have go. to. Um, I want real quick. We've got yes. uh, a couple people here. What do we got? Central Oh no, there's some other stuff. I wanna before we before we wrap, man. Yeah. Is there anything um I wanna is there anything first you wanna plug? Any shows or anything coming up that you'd like, you know, people to know about? Um honestly, yeah. All of my information, all of my shows that are coming up are all gonna be posted on my Instagram, yeah. Amen the Comedian. Yeah. That's very simple. A Y M A N the Comedian, T H E Comedian. And you'll find all of my posts on their gigs out there. For now, I'm just testing out all of my new material in the Chicago area. Yeah. And um yeah, I do have some stuff coming up, which I'm really excited. But, uh, yeah, I just honestly, I want, I just want to branch out, man. Yeah. I want to branch out and get out there as much as I can. And I think you should. I think you should keep doing keep doing you what know. you're doing, man. Keep yeah. fucking showing and, up. And um, yeah, I, I appreciate everyone, you know, in the scene who's helped me, who's given me, like, guidance. I think that's very much appreciated. I appreciate you as well for getting me on the podcast. So thank of you. Of course, man. I appreciate you being here. And, um, yeah man don't i just I, if there's one message i want to leave people with is um don't count yourself out yeah don't I count. think you're a great example of that yeah don't count yourself out because you know there is going to be times when you're going to think there is only one way out but i feel like the moment you feel like that you should go and jump in like a big puddle of water and you will realize that you're just trying to swim to survive mm. your inner self is not trying to die yeah it's your mind that's trying to shut you off yeah. So 
you know, I just, yeah, I just wanted to put that out there, making sure everyone. That's is true, dude. Yeah, that's like, a that's a good analogy. Um, so. No, I appreciate you being here, man. I really do appreciate yeah. you sharing your story with us, um, putting us on cracking a few jokes along uh. the way. Um, I really, I really do appreciate it. Um, I also want to say thank you to everybody who tuned in live today, as yeah, well as those who guys. are going to listen days after. Um, I want to say a quick shout out to our Patreon supporters. Um, you guys are interested in getting behind the scenes access to uh, exclusive vlogs, podcasts, as well as a series where I break down how I mix, master, record every single one of my songs. Go to patreon.com slash Darren Rita. Help support the channel for as little as a dollar. Uh, also, shout out to Go Nuts for sponsoring this episode. Um, and this has been the 223rd episode of the Detox Podcast. I will see you guys next week.